for Thursday night, April 9th, 2009. This is episode 70 of the Anime Roundtable Canada on thecomicden.com. Good evening from our Toronto studio, I'm Mike Nicholas. Tonight we'll talk at length about the Toronto production of Dog Sees God, still currently running because James and Adam have now seen it. And at its heart, we'll talk about fan fiction. In the bullets, among other things, Prime Minister Asso pinning a good chunk of, of his economic recovery money on anime and manga, and what a job in the industry is really worth, which is a lot of love. That's all coming up. expressed in the following are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the producers and the comic den Mississauga. Also, the following contains mature material and mild language which may not be suitable for all audiences. Discretion is advised. Ah, I guess now we, yeah, are. we are. You didn't want to have the you turkey have baster comment? Hmm? You, okay, you want to make the turkey baster comment? Cause no. I just would you like to repeat I'd that? Just throw it out there. I thought it, I thought it, you know, it goes without saying what a turkey baster is for. We'll leave about that. Okay. The, now, the only problem is you can't, like, you know, run along the beach with a turkey baster, <laughs> like roll in the sand. It's not a very romantic implement. No. Not at all. No. By the way, on that subject, have you seen them used in porn movies? Have I seen what? Have you seen a turkey baster used in porn movies? Yes. Because I, I know you're more a connoisseur. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, turkey basters are... Why wouldn't they get used? I mean, come on. It's, it's, it's phallic. Why, there's no reason not to use it, right? That's why I asked. Well, mainly. I mean, it's only when you get to... I mean, it's only when you get to weirder things you should actually question, like blenders. Blenders don't get used particularly often. But you've seen it. No. I've seen, well, I mean, I've seen them in the background. They're not really part of the scene. Because what do you do with it, right? I mean, uh, this, this is excluding Bakake. Well, I was Because Bakake stuff, that, but... I mean, it's you use all the kitchen implements, like fondue pots. And... Wash them out with bleach afterwards. Well, I, I hope. <laughs> or she can lick them clean. I really don't care. No, I'm sure you don't. <laughs> So after about a week off, another week off, we finally, uh, you know, decided to come back. We just couldn't do anything last week. We just couldn't do anything last week. I don't know, like, why. Uh, well, I don't know. It was your decision. Yeah, it was mine. my decision. I just, we just couldn't. I, I, I just could not, uh, just didn't feel like doing a show. Just got lazy, I guess. And, and oh. you know what's the sad part? I've yet to fully, completely add all the um, links for last, for last episode. I haven't had any links of interest yet. Which was two weeks ago. Yeah, which was two weeks ago. Because they, they'd be... Uh, not that it's a loss to you guys. They'd probably be all YouTube links to the wrestler wrestling videos. To the stuff we talked about like yeah. last, a couple weeks ago. I've yet to get in contact with uh, with um, Dwayne there, the winner. So Has he not contacted you yet? No, no, no. I haven't contacted him. Because I kept mentioning explicitly mentioning in the uh, podcast I'd contact him. Oh, okay. Uh, so this is my doing. Yeah, you can blame me. Okay, so uh, only once again the usual three, usual trio around the table. Um, Mike Nicholson over here, James Austin sitting over there, Adam Grant sitting over there. 
Um, You're very descriptive today, I find. Well, it's not, you know, well, yeah. If you were sitting in my spot, uh, well, maybe that would be kind of scary. So, uh, no, it's not as if we didn't do stuff anyway, but we'll get to that in a sec. Um, I was about to say. I don't know what you were about to say, Mike. Oh, yeah, okay. So, um, here's a big uh, piss off for me this week. Uh-oh. Um, well... Well, James Chow is here, and he's, he 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 wow. probably um, relate to this one because he's the one who brought it up. Um, I, um, if you're a big uh, retro fighting game fan, or enough of one, you probably would have known that the Samurai Shodan anthology had, would, uh, for systems other than Xbox 360 or PS3 <laughs> have has come out because it, it's out for Wii. It's out for it, it was planned well, for both for Wii, PS2, and PSP. Well, it's not for the Wii yet, I don't think. I think it it's was, another it, week. It got it delayed, was, delayed, and always yeah, delayed. Yeah, and, and, and all versions have been delayed because we keep hearing various versions. It was supposed to be out in mid-March, then late March, and then first week of April. As, As in, of, SNK does this with all their compilations, no, no, I, so they, trust me, it's no it's surprise not, anymore. It's not, it's not yeah, I, I gathered it's par for the course uh, anyway with um, SNK Playmore. But um, the thing is, apparently it is, like the PS2 version is out now, but I can't seem to find it anywhere here in Toronto. Just have to know the shops. Um, you have to know the shops, uh, which uh, James Chow apparently does, and he stumbled upon it in a Walmart bargain bin. It's kind of odd for it to mean a bargain bin already. Well, it was supposed to well, be it's like a cheap game, it's a cheap so game maybe they anyway figured. Starting, yeah, but, but I, I would expect Walmart to just double the price because it's new. Well, I, I think it was supposed to average what twenty bucks. Yeah, twenty, 20 bucks for the PSP bucks. and the PS2 version, Jesus, and then thirty bucks for the. Yeah, they could do that too. I mean, well, it, it's six games. Yeah, I know, but just maybe so. It, well, but it's not. There's six old games. A batch download. Yeah, it's not going to be a big deal to make a batch download, and I mean, it saves you producing the disc in the box. Yeah, and, and given that it's it. not like you're putting anything any collector's edition together there. So yeah, uh, some people just like the physical I, I, disc. A, fair enough. I, mean, I was fan. Of, I mean, I admit to being a fan. The thing is, you know what's the strange part? Um, rummaging through the stores already. I want to make sure I got the uh, proper versions here. Yeah, um, I want to make sure that uh, that the thing that the uh, th- thing was um, hooked up. The what microphones, <laughs> the microphones were hooked up properly. Well, you haven't been dumb enough to tell me to hit the mic yet, so. Well, I'm doing that myself. A- anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, like through, rummaging through the stores already, I- I've seen copies of the PSP version. It's thirty mm-hmm. bucks for the most part. Well, then, you'd have, then you'd have to play it on a PSP. Mm. Yeah, I know that's a thing. Usually it's 10 bucks now above. They've went back because of exchange rates. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that. that I mean, yeah, games, but games are at an 80 cent. We're, yeah, they, we're in, at an 80 cent die American dollar here in mm-hmm. Canada, just for reference. That's the um, dollar, I believe, closed at about 81 cents or has been hovering around 80, 81 uh, I, cents last little bit. The last currency, uh, yeah, yesterday I was buying them at like 74 cents. Uh, for, for a reason. It, that's just remember trading rate is not the same as actual purchase. Yeah, rate. I know. Okay, understood. Yeah. That's just, that was just PayPal's rate. Oh, okay. So on something you were buying. Yeah. Okay. My ask what? Xbox actually. Oh. Off eBay. Yeah. Okay. Spectacular deal on it. Hopefully it's not a scammer and it actually shows up. But. Xbox yeah. Hmm. Xbox what? Xbox no, 360. Oh, okay. No, not an original. I'll go to the fucking hawk shop if I want an original. I'll pay twenty bucks. Yeah. Okay. I okay. I see it. Uh, but, um, yeah, we're, we're hovering around like the, officially it's like 80, 81 cents in that, in that neighborhood. Um, so, and we, and we were above the American dollar for a brief, for a time last year. Very brief ago, period. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, quite a fall, uh, quite a pretty dramatic fall, but not 
unexpected with the well, way but I mean, it, it, it's by and large better for our industries for us to be below. Yeah, I mean, I hear that uh, as somebody who does a lot, uh, as somebody who, who um, does uh, his uh, on a consumer basis importing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, I mean, that's a, another well, story, it's but. it's more selling to the U.S. Where it's yeah, I know the export market. Like I know tons of people that got hit hard on that, and they kept on tying the same thing. But yeah. now they have the double whammy of. The dollars went down, but now you have the recession. Yeah. So you're hit. Yeah. So it's not like well that. So the so the issues are are just a little different this time around. Mm-hmm. Uh, still tough. Okay. So um. So that's issue number. That's a bit. Um, if anybody knows in Toronto where if when that's selling it as of Easter, um, you know, let me know. Maybe Just I'll, I'll make it. Put it on track. Craigslist. <laughs> Put it on Craigslist. WTB. Yeah, Samurai Shodan Anthology for PS2. Yeah, yeah, and then I'll probably get jacked up prices on me. Well, you don't have to buy them. Yeah, that's true too. Okay, so um, that, part one, a uh, part two. Okay, so uh, two weeks later with the um, iPhone, two two weeks later or weeks later now with the uh, both the iPhone and the MacBook. By the way, we're having a few issues with the MacBook already this uh, week. I'm gonna clarify that Mike is having a few issues with the MacBook. Yeah. Because I'm sure that if I got in front of it for whatever reason, it would work just fine. Yeah, no, because the thing <laughs> is, like in the first minute, the show con- the show uh, hung or yeah, not garage crashed. band hung. You know what I mean. Well, the thing is, the thing is, pause. You know, if you're if you're familiar with GarageBand, too many instruments can't process it all at once in real time. How much whatever. RAM do you have in that machine? Uh, two. Really? And yeah. it's still doing that? Well, the thing is, maybe because I kept it open too long before I started recording, and yeah, I opened my up Mac a bunch of Pro every time I'm running GarageBand. I mean, it's only it may be an isolated thing. I don't think I even have two gigs in that one, and it mm. just it hums along, no problem. No, see, like right now, it seems like you know nine, uh, nine minutes now, uh, eight minutes from the problem, um, it seems to be going now fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I just rebooted the program. It could have been we a started glitch. the program. No, it, it's, I, I consider it at this point isolated. Fair enough. Because um, you know, I mean. This is just me still learn, still figuring out the learning curve with the, the mat, with mm-hmm. uh, having the new MacBook and learning the uh, having to change my paces with it. It's fine for the moment, and I don't think, I don't foresee any other main um, major issues anyway. I would so. yeah I wouldn't think so anyway. Oh yeah okay so on the new on that note, um, auto normalize we I, I mentioned this in the notes and I have yet to fully update as I said I have I've yet to fully update the notes uh, for. Lot, the episode two weeks ago, but um, one thing I did put onto onto the notes was um, we did use a function on GarageBand called Auto Normalize, which essentially takes out all the clip issues, which would, it, it, which it normalizes to, the track. Yeah, it, and but yeah, but, and this show has been lately accused of being too clippy for um, people's. Well, uh, I mean, there, the there's there's liking. a good couple of reasons for that. Mike Mike tends to like to keep the input kind of on the loud side, mm-hmm. which by and large is not a problem. Um, if you have a way to process, if it's well, no, no, because what it is, I mean, just because watching your watching the lines on your mixer there, they're they're by and large fairly near the top. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially I have a I have a loud voice. I'll admit, and I tend to get up there. Yeah, and when Brent was here, he was a lot. A yeah, Brent did ago. that as well. But I the mean, thing we, is, we kept that, that's red. where you set levels based on where one talks normally. Mm-hmm. So you know, we talk normally, and we're fairly high. The problem is, we have a tendency to get excited and get passionate and get into things, and so we'll get very loud. Which, when we're already sitting at a fairly high level, just causes it to clip. Yeah. So. And people have complained about that, so uh, we ex- we're experimenting with auto normalize. We haven't gotten any feedback directly concerning it. You seem to think it's a good idea. I, I quite like it because I mean, what it what it ends up doing is it makes your track a little bit 
quieter by and large, mm-hmm. which it but it which is functionally true. eliminates your clips. Yeah, it's and, a, and it's, mean, a dirty, it's dirty. It's dirty. Um, you know, mixing and stuff. It's it's a very like I mean, anyone who's really good with this stuff would um be able to take it out themselves. Yeah, but I mean, there's no point. It's a podcast. It's all you're not here for. You're not here for audio perfection. Mm-hmm. You're here for the content. That's true. As long as you can hear it and it doesn't bug you too much, it's fine. Yeah, and besides, usually an audio, you know, the person usually on the boards generally is not the same person speaking at the same time. I mean, yeah. I'm the one who's sitting at the board and I have to control, I have to, you know, keep track of my own my own levels and everyone else's at the, all at the same time. Yeah, and, and frankly speaking, it's in, like for somebody who has who has little to no experience with it, it's impossible. It's pretty difficult, yeah. Yeah, it's it's. it's I mean, I, I mean, because I'm the one at the board on two assholes, mm-hmm. and it's so, it, it gets a little awkward, but it's not too. Yeah, bad. and 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 obviously, and that's why my uh, my own voice doesn't come out quite as uh, consistently with the uh, along with the others. Cause, You're also just quieter. Yeah, that too. But um, so we're trying to auto normalize. Um, overall, I think people like you said. You say it's okay. It's a lot less clippy, and I mean that's my preference. Mm-hmm. And my my only concern is it's too low now. Yeah, but I mean, when I tend to listen to, I mean, podcasts and just about everything on my computer, if I'm listening through, uh, just for reference, I I use an aluminum iMac at home. Um, So the speakers are in the bottom of the unit. Mm -hmm. Well, so do my, uh, like, so is uh, on my MacBook. Yeah, on a MacBook, they come out the back. Come out the back? I thought thought they're underneath the the keyboard. Uh, To my recollection, they're they're in the back, so they they bounce off the monitor. Okay, um, because I know, because with this uh, skin on, this uh, keyboard condom, as you like to call it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When I take it off, when I take it off, the sound comes out a lot. Oh, I mean, well, okay, I'll admit I haven't gone through the tech manual for this, so I don't know for certain Mm -hmm. where the speakers are. But in any event, in the iMac, they are on the bottom. They come, the sound comes out the bottom of the unit. Okay. Um... So it means it, the speaker's a little quieter than it could be because it's not directed at you. Mm-hmm. I usually listen to stuff at about halfway, half volume, and it's it's comfortable. So if it's not quite loud enough, I'll bump it up a notch or two. Yeah, but at the and highest... And if I put my headphones on, I have to keep it on, like, one bar. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it just kills me. Yeah, but the thing is, I think uh, when you... Uh, on For me, for on my experimentation with this this week, or last week... Um, or two weeks ago, uh, I put it. Uh, I put my iPod up. Uh, you, you, we just sampled it on my iPhone, and I had to put it all the way mm. up. And Adam liked it. I had a little bit more trouble with it, but maybe because I've gotten so used to hearing it clippy. Mm-hmm. But um, when you put on earphones, when I, when I stick my buds in, uh, when I put the buds on, um, you know, it's it's bearable. Yeah. I mean, do you have I've to, always been I've always so. been comfortable with it because, and I mean, I I always run two assholes as a with the auto normalized mm-hmm. function. So, and as I said, we'll probably go with it for a while, um, unless people really start to complain about the about auto normalized. So, but there you go. Uh, so that's part number two. Um, part number three uh, on the topic of the iPhone itself, Adam, what would you have in terms? Like, I'm still getting used to mine. Um, after two I, weeks. I quite like it. The only uh, I have to change my habits a little bit because I'm paying for a lot more data than I'm using. And I, I went into this a little last time. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I need to get myself into the idea of, you know, if I'm on the subway on an outdoor stretch, I'll surf the internet or I'll check my email. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm on the GO train going up to Scarborough, because uh, Megan's mom lives out there, 
So taking the TTC is a fucking nightmare. So if I'm on the go train, I can get 3G all the way along. Mm -hmm. So I'll just, you know, surf the internet. I'm not downloading or not going to anything image heavy, just reading. Yeah. And it doesn't use that much data, but it it, it gets me, if I'm going to pay for it, I want to use it. Yeah. yeah, And I don't get so much email that it's... For me, I just have to keep it, like, the thing is I have to keep a plan over a certain amount Mm -hmm. in terms of dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and like i i mean my data plan you you have a bigger data plan than me no but there's the but, only reason i have a bigger have data plan is because um when they first launched the iphone in canada um rogers six. ruling on it was that or the, how they were setting it up is you had to be on a particular iphone plan mm-hmm. which is how singular did it originally in the states which was a failure but so it, you had to be on one of these plans that started at 40 bucks a month, and it was a combo voice data plan, kind of like their BlackBerry plans. But you were required to be on it. Mm-hmm. And there was a big uproar because some people really didn't want to get on those plans. They didn't want to jump into, you know, their idea of combo voice data. They wanted to, you know, buy, you know, some people wanted to just get a very small voice plan, a lot of data. Some people wanted to get, you know, very little data. Some people want unlimited. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, unlimited wasn't going to happen. So what they did is they they introduced a they called it a promo, uh, like an add on, for thirty bucks a month. You could yeah. you would get six gigs, mm-hmm. and end of September you couldn't sign up for that plan anymore. Or I think they extended it to the like the end of October. They may have yeah. extended it a little a bit, bit, but it, it you can't get it anymore. Yeah, it's not available. So, but as with as is standard for Rogers, it's grandfathered. If you're on the plan, they will not remove you. They'll continue to honor it until you change it. Mm-hmm. I'll keep on trying to probably get you. Oh, to they'll change try it, to get which you to that happens it. a lot of the time. But most I mean, people, I, once they know that, it's going to screw yeah. them up. Well, they like, I mean, uh, that happened to me recently. I mean, uh, I'm. Megan and I are on a family plan with Rogers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I pay extra for my data as well, but we're on a family, a $60 family plan between the two of us because it was a very good combination of the voice and it, we got unlimited incoming local calls. Yeah. Which is, I mean, given that most of my call volume comes receiving, that's a really good thing for me. Um, so, but at the time we signed up, there had been a $40 option with fewer minutes. And as we've been using it, we've been realizing that we got it because she had been using a lot of call minutes, but with the unlimited local incoming, we sort of realized recently that we weren't using most of those minutes because a lot of it was just on the incoming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we, you know, I called them up. I was, you know, going to consider going down to it. And they had already changed the family plans. Ah. So the plan I was on doesn't even exist anymore. The closest thing they have is is basically the same price, but instead of unlimited local incoming, you get a My5. Oh. oh. Which is, for those of you who don't know, it's five numbers. You get unlimited... Texting. And- uh, unlimited incoming and outgoing. Mm-hmm. And, te- and usually texting. Too. I think there's texting in there as well. Most but... So it, the guy basically told us, like, quite uh, quite you know blatantly like don't bother switching if you switch you're gonna get the worst plan and you're gonna hate it it's just not worth it yeah and i mean but i I mean i was saying that you know it kind of bugged me because the cheaper plan they used to have would have been more ideal so he gave me 30 dollars worth worth of credits over three months well better nothing I guess. well i mean that's also because i've been with roger's cell phone since 2001 
Yeah, and I've had mine since uh, I think oh three or four. Yeah, so like I mean, they they look at it as you know I've been there for I've been on their wireless for eight years. I've got cable TV. I've had Rogers Internet for a number of years. Actually, I've had Rogers Internet in my name since I was in high school. Whoa! Because the one at my parents' place was in my name. Mm -hmm. So they they look at my file and it's okay. You've been with us for ever. You know more than ten years. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll we'll throw you monthly credits. That's not a problem because we'd rather spend. We'd rather put the money out and keep you. Yeah, in my case, it was a little different. I mean, um, since I'm on a corporate plan based on where I work, uh, I already had something pretty good, like um, like a pretty low price for uh, 200 minutes and unlimited uh, unlimited evenings and weekends. Mm-hmm. I'll be at evenings beginning at nine. But that was cheap. But and the thing is uh, that the, on a monthly basis already, that was rather cheap. So um, and 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 in my case, I had to I had to have a monthly plan over a thir- certain dollar threshold. I won't go into numbers there. Right. But mm-hmm. um, and then and then I can get the iPhone for like a certain amount of pr- a certain like the promote the yeah. prices that are mm-hmm. you hear cited. So um, what I ended up doing what so what I ended up getting was um, like five hundred megs. Of, uh, yeah. of data, which is, and I I'm think not. That, I think call, that's the second tier plan. Yeah, for second data. tier, mm-hmm. second tier plan for data, because I think it's like it starts. I think at, the, yeah, the low one's like five megs or something yeah, ridiculous. There's a big drop. You'll you'll go over that quite quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um and and then and I and for and with it I get unlimited texting now too. Oh, okay. So, so that's why that's why I yeah because I don't even get that. So mm-hmm. it, so it's not that bad, uh, but it is like now on a monthly basis it, it is a little bit more, but um. Or quite a bit more. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then again, this is my only phone now. So, and, 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 and. Oh, you used to carry two? Well, no, I, because I had a house line. Oh, fair enough. So. Oh. Yeah, I still I have a house, house line, line, but 20 bucks, 20 bucks a month for VoIP? I'll take it. Okay. I see it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, the thing is, uh, and, and, and after two weeks with this thing, uh, holding this thing, I, I have to admit, I see why, uh, people get addicted to holding a, a Blackberry. Because having this, I'm always I'm I have this with me a lot too, almost all the time. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, th- mine is mine is my BlackBerry. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. my field is a BlackBerry addicted one. Mm-hmm. You always have a BlackBerry. You always have access to email. Sort. Yeah, no, or most well, by and large, like it's a BlackBerry. But I hate Blackberries. Have I? I have always hated them. Um. But, so I mean, pre iPhone, I would have gotten like a Trio. Okay. Because, I mean, and they're not as good just because they don't have the 3G unless you go up to the really, really new ones. But, you know. You know, I, you know I, the interface. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I, I'm big enough on the technology that there's certain things that I know Palms can do that Blackberries can't yeah, until it's, recently. It's, mm-hmm. Primarily, it was um, using other applications. There was no way for a Blackberry to download new apps. Yeah, until that app store opened this until week. Until that, and that's only because of Apple, mm-hmm. not Palm. Yeah, but well, um, Palm yeah, know. as I said, but as I said, I, I can say, say, speaking for myself, yeah, and I understand. I, I'm beginning to understand a little bit more, and this is on a personal level. It's just that I like having internet access most places. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 for reference, uh, just on a question on apps, yeah. have you bought? Is there a, an app you would buy? I haven't run into one yet. Okay, there um, there is one I will eventually buy. That being? Um, when Microsoft Office is actually finally released. Oh, for this? Yes. A version of it. Yeah. There, there's, a, there's an Office program already, but it's not Microsoft. 
There, it's another company that makes an office program. It's That's the thing. The, the reason I wouldn't be. go there is because Microsoft has has said publicly they are working on one, mm-hmm. and I'd rather just go there. That's fine, unless it's going to cost me some exorbitant amount of money, which I really can't see it. No, no, I don't. I don't see it happening. I mean, what's the most expensive app you've seen? Um, other than the I Am Rich app, <laughs> <laughs> the one which cost ten thousand dollars and did nothing. Uh, that's just for show. Um, well, yeah, but people bought it. I'll look this up later. <laughs> I, I don't know why. Again, you look at it and you say, why did anybody buy it? But it was just to say they did. And that's all the app was there for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why I'm checking my email on my phone. Yeah. Uh, I've got, you I've have got your, an EPC you, right you next your, to me. You have, your, uh, you have your netbook with you, too. Yeah. Uh, um, okay, so uh, like, okay, most expensive app, though, aside from that. Like, how much, um, how much more like it? That just I've on, seen? Yeah, just, or more like just you, how much it was. I mean, I most of them are no more than like five bucks. Mm-hmm. MLB has their, um, has a rap, has an app to keep up with uh, the season, with their season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, scores, replays, even radio calls. You, I mean, you can get, you can get streaming radio for all teams. Yeah. It's $10 for the entire season. Yeah. And well, on think, their most popular and consider, and considering, page. And considering that it's like 20 for... Just the radio on the on uh, on their website. This is considered a deal. Yep. Of the top twenty five on the App Store, mm-hmm. the most expensive is six bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um, the one I, I bought, I, I did buy one app on the on the suggestion of a friend who also works at an Apple store. Which was? Um, I expense it, which is like okay, a, which is like a you know, obvious as the name implies, just uh, keeping track of expenses. Now, see my problem with that app and that that sort of app, and I mean this is sort of a generic problem I have with some of these things, is that um, I I used I had a Palm Pilot ages ago. This is where I started my PDA craze. Mm-hmm. Um, is with Palm is with a oh, I had one like too, a Palm so. M five hundred or something, or mm-hmm. not even an M five hundred. It was an M one hundred five. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this like monochrome oh, the, ran on X- triple A's. I had the X three E. So mm-hmm. you know, so I had a couple after that too. But that's where it started, and the idea of a companion app on the device and on the computer is big. I'm huge on that. And that's my problem with some of these apps. Like your expense apps, there's no companion app. So if I'm sitting at my computer as trying to work to, out my finances yeah, doing in, that shit, I'm sitting in, on my phone. Yeah, as in trying... Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Why yeah, can't I do it there? Else. You know, they, the things have Wi-Fi and 3G. There's no reason they can't mm-hmm. sync up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I see it. I and see especially, it. I mean, I have a mobile me account. Mm-hmm. I sync everything. You know, my contacts, my to-dos, my calendar. They all sync up. You know, whether I make the changes at on my work computer, on my phone, on my home computer, they all link up to each other. Mm-hmm. As in, yeah, the, uh, probably the, another ana- simple analogy for me is no one program should be existing in a bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, but uh, that's, I, I mean that, and they're, they're, that's exactly my problem that's, with that's, some of these apps. Yeah, I mean, with I expensive, the thing is, this is more. I I have no other, like, I I just don't see at this point a use outside of the program itself. Yeah, outside mm-hmm. of the device itself, for that matter. This is just more for my own personal reference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm not going to do anything, any um, you know, any uh, financing. 
beyond that. Yeah. It's just that this is just to keep record. Uh, the other other one, and here we go. Start going into the uh, manga bit, a little manga and anime, and a little bit because we're like twenty seven minutes into the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Comic Zeal, which is this, um, which is this uh, reader, which is this reader made for uh, scanlations. Yeah, which it, well, sure. obviously you can it, like it has a, it also has access to like a free database of of North American of you know mm-hmm. of English comics. But the thing is, if you have the files, you can um, zip them up and have them reformatted, and that you can sync them up with this with this program. Yeah. Mm. And um, it, apparently, the reviews are very good. It's just that the only only issue is that since a lot of the since a lot of scanlations probably aren't formatted for the iPhone, there still might be issues with always with that. But then again, nothing's perfect in that sense. Well, but okay. Although but it, no, no, moving. but on the phone, because you have the choice of modes. Mm-hmm. Presuming, presuming the program supports the landscape yeah. mode, yeah, mm-hmm. because your your standard uh, stand up mode would be about the right size mm-hmm. for a page. You're probably gonna have to zoom in just based on the size of the phone. But, I mean, I, I mean, I'll tell you what, I'll, I mean, I'll admit, I'll probably download it sometime in the next couple of weeks, and, we'll, uh, and perhaps I'll give it more. Is it free or not? It's three three dollars. Fuck that. Yeah, I know you wouldn't pay, <laughs> but uh, you know me. Well, uh, the the reason I won't pay it is because. I have enough data. I don't need to download these bundles at home. I can just, you know, go on the internet. Oh yeah. Look at them there. Oh, I mean directly. Yeah, and that's exactly it. You oh, know, no, why am I paying $3? Oh no, I bet then again this is for me to view stuff I already have which yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. gone around to reading. The problem anyway. is the stuff I already have is pornographic and I probably shouldn't take that out. Good idea. Mhm. But um, I, I'll give it a look-see somewhere along the line, and I'll tell you a little mm-hmm. bit more about it. Because um, I because I, I, I know those of us who hold, who own either an iPod Touch or an iPhone are still looking probably for the perfect perfect um program to yeah. look at to to have scanlations on the go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as far as I know, there isn't a that seems to be the most thought of one, the the one most uh, referred to. So I'd like to see it for myself and right. You know, hmm. it's only th- and you know. Yeah, it Looney is only three bucks. Looney and it's Atuni, not that so. bad. Looney and Atuni plus, uh, I guess, harmonized tax. Um, harmonized tax doesn't come in yet. Yeah, I know, I know. And I know. plus, it's not going to kill you that 2010. much. Yeah, it won't it won't affect us that much. Some things they managed to get through. They just had to negotiate with the government. Mm-hmm. Like for example, books and all that still hey, will Mongo just fans, be the five right? percent. Legal Here services Mongo. will be the full thirteen. Yeah. Hey, yep, Mongo yep. fans. No, I know. The there, that one, I figured they, some services, some, I think, as were going to we, get like and I The other this, one was medical stuff. Yeah. yeah, and I mentioned this to James That's last week when we were talking about it, uh, you know, on the road. Um, you know, the other hope is that the sales tax comes down slightly here in Ontario. Uh, provincial sales tax. I don't. That's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm not holding my breath anyway. But of course, with this announcement, from my knowledge and stuff like that, how it comes out of nowhere, it could happen. So never say never, mm-hmm. because the strangest things in the world always seem to happen. Yeah. Especially in politics. Yeah. <laughs> who knows who's sleeping with who? Yeah. Okay. So um, thirty. I minutes. try not to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Neither. Because envisioning Stephen Harper naked is really not attractive. Mm. <laughs> It yeah. was a figure of speech, but besides... The My point stands. <laughs> <laughs> and I side with Adam. Well, he's always persuasive anyway. But, um, <clears throat> okay, so, uh, yeah, as I said, admittedly, just like two weeks ago, there isn't too much uh, in the way of real news. 
uh, that would warrant us talking at length. But um, we still, have a lot of bullets. <laughs> a lot of bullets, and uh, boy, we'll Nathan. cover them in the uh, thing in, in, in the um in the, se- in the second segment yeah. <laughs> in the second segment. And we have time to cover them because, after all, it is like we're we are now at the beginning of a long weekend. It is Holy Thursday, I guess. Easter I week. Guess. Uh, Easter week. It was Holy Friday. Friday would be the next. Good day. Friday. Good Friday is tomorrow. Zon- you know, Zon- what happens if you have a or, bad Friday on Good Friday? I always wonder. I'm not religious. That. I have a day off work. It's <laughs> Zon- always a good yeah. Friday. Zon- <laughs> yeah, you know. I can't remember. Do you have work off on Monday on Easter Monday? No. No. Monday is not a court holiday. Therefore, we are in the office. Yeah. Yeah, now, no, now I it, don't have now, it off. I, was, I know some odd people that do have now, it. Now, if I was legitimately very religious, then I mean the nature of you know, A, how our office works, B, how our industry works is it's not a big deal to take other days off. Mm-hmm. You just, I mean, you, you, you have, just, to, have, you have to make sure all your shit gets done. It doesn't matter how long, how often I'm in the office, but if I'm only in there three days a week, it means I'm going to be in there, you know, those three days a week, I'm going to be there for like 14 to 16 hours to get shit done. Mm-hmm. I see it. No, you just have to put in the okay, overtime. But let me, continue, let me yeah. Uh, yeah, thoughts. But, but anyway, people believe in the zombie Jesus thing anyway, so uh, I guess that's <laughs> yeah. how people rationalize Easter. I wish they. I wish that was actually how it was remind generally me, remind referred me to. to. Put up, uh, yeah. Remind me to put up the Easter carol again that I sung last year. Remember the, you don't remember the Easter carol I sung last year? I, I do vaguely. The problem is I'm still waiting for your karaoke. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so not much to talk not much in the way of anime to talk about uh at least in the first segment although um some thoughts sort of came to mind after we some of the stuff we did last week um mm-hmm. you mean our little adventure last week our yeah, little adventure instead the, of doing the young this. and eglinton area um yeah, it's not really. Uh, we it's not really a, a, an adventure into the Young yeah, Eglinton no, area no, for me. No, this is this is an, this is just visiting Adam. Um, we called that Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. Oh. Uh, okay, so last week, uh, like the three of us met up, and um, like we we've been pushing. I've been pushing la- over the last couple of weeks a play be- being shown in the Young Eglinton area called Dog Sees God. You know, the Confessions of a Teenage Blockhead. Uh, you know, the what if about how Charlie Brown and the gang are 10 years after the end of the comics, the comic book run, as now as high school seniors. And I've been pushing this on every... I've, I can't push it enough, and we're going to push it again. Uh, because uh, Adam and James saw the play with me again, with me for a second time, uh, with me seeing it a second time uh, last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And along for the to watch it was uh, Adam's... Um, we Adam's uh, fiance Megan. We met we met Megan for the first time. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you lucked out. What do you mean I lucked out? Yeah. Well, what did I have someone that'll put up with me? Yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. yeah, that gets said a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, you make it I get sound like from, it's this big mystery of the earth. Well, no, but it, it's more that I mean, <laughs> at least we know she exists. Because it's it's the sort of thing that you know I would say and it'd be sort of like haha, that's funny, but then every single one of my friends. Says it very, very seriously, like like me just now. Yeah, like it's it's legitimately serious. Like you know, like no, seriously. She's a, she's a nice. She's a nice. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, nice I, but I've never had trouble finding women to put up with me. I know that's which is why it doesn't. It, which is it kind of weird. Such a big deal. Which to is me, kind right? of weird because we we keep saying like out of like everyone who's been on this show, Adam is the most out there perverted one. Mm-hmm. And he's always the one with the girl. Yes. So I'm always. I guess that says something for being um upfront too. So I guess there's something to be said for being you know. Just yourself. Thank you. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, uh, but okay, we saw it. We saw but onto the play, yeah. Onto the play, yes. Um, and as I said, I encouraged everyone. Adam got on my case because I was up there 
seen it and he hadn't uh and you know i didn't mention i was on the area well i mean that's the thing i mean i was available because he, 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 like he lives he lives like a block away or something it's not even i'm just being kind i can probably look at look at my window and, and, see, and hit see, six degrees and see six degrees okay so um uh, James was just James just happened to be in the area, so I uh, well actually not in that area, but in no, your I mean, area in my in my area. So like, and he we, and he was here, and we just decided, and I thought I was planning to see it anyway. I asked Adam, we we, we ended up James had time, so we all went to see Dog Sees God uh, for um on the rush on the rush line. Oh, for reference, pay the pay what you can. That was last Tuesday, and it was oh, this past Monday, okay. and um, they're going and. Um, We'll talk about it later. Talk about it later, but um, but it, that was the week before. So okay, just for reference, enough. that's why I was mis- on under that yeah, mistaken thought. Twenty five bucks for a rush ticket, still pretty good. Oh, yeah, and a and drink. we got a drink. And so a drink. Good, yeah, that's no. The looking at the other prices, twenty five bucks was a steal. Yeah. So twenty. Yeah, and you get a drink because it's in a bar. Because the to play takes place in a bar, like yeah, in a club. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was looking at the. They now, only you have technically one... also the the twenty five buck the the ticket also technically. Yeah, you get into the cover, club. cover for the charge, next yeah. event. Yeah, if you if, if you, want you to stick around, but if you want cares? to stick around, but I'm not a salsa guy. Um, the Friday seemed interesting. It was what was it sushi buffet or something like that? Yeah. All you can eat. Oh, fair it seemed enough. Interesting. Yeah, I think, I think that, so and I think that's why they mentioned to us last why, why I keep seeing um, that the uh, show almost sold out on Friday night or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, we saw Dog Sees God, and as I said, the show is basically a what if concerning the Peanuts gang ten years. Later, as high school seniors. In high school, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where do we, uh, thoughts? Well, uh, well, what should we talk about? Like, how do we uh, start going about it? Should we spoil a little bit? Well, Was, I mean, the, there's not that much you can spoil. I mean, it, it's high school. The synopsis is certain there. What well, you I mean, kind the, of the synopsis is there, and it, it's it's high school. That is the best description you can give to it. It's high mm-hmm. school, and think of your your favorite teen or most annoying teen angst dramas on TV. Mm-hmm. That's basically what you saw played out. Yeah, mm-hmm. like uh, take any any uh, plot. Chances are you saw a version of it in this. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, be drug uh, use, without without doubt. I mean, it's... drug use, sex, mm-hmm. um, homosexuality, yeah. or um, questions of sexuality. It was all mm-hmm. there rolled into it. Um, you know. And you see Coming the audience, age. of course, which is, it's interesting because we saw the audience and it seemed like a pretty diverse bunch of people across the age gambit who have obviously experienced, no one can't say they haven't experienced the Peanuts gang. So everyone knows. That's what, a hook in itself. Yeah. And so then to see it in its vulgarity, I was intrigued to see how the older audience felt. That I think was I kind saw of a couple walk out. Mm-hmm. I think I saw a couple walk out. But that might have been it. I didn't notice anybody. No, you're probably. Yeah, no one was. Actually, the old couples and friends were cracking up sometimes. Well, yeah. That's the thing. Peanuts has been around for long enough that it's got that mass market appeal. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the the hook of, and that's certainly the marketing Mm -hmm. hook for this play. Yeah. And it was just interesting that obviously we didn't get to see Snoopy, but Snoopy caused all the damage throughout the whole entire play. Mm-hmm. He was the uh, ground he, zero. Yeah, he, he he certainly is the catalyst for the events because it all starts with his death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and they and actually of try course, to describe and, it in a fairly semi-serious manner, like what happened mm-hmm. to him, right? And then there, of course, was interesting things like it was interesting to see. I think there are certain costume changes in that in the background. It was interesting how they did that in the background while well, you'd have some scenes. Yeah. And I certain mean, other things going on where they're at one thing on the stairs playing the piano and then yeah. there are other things happening in the background. There's a little interesting this thing. Is, that's all interpretive. I mean, like, it I is mean, interpretive. But obviously, when you see a script uh, and then people make their own interpretations as to how to mm-hmm. have the... Um, 
uh, how to ha- design the set. Because uh, I've seen YouTube clips of other productions of the play, and some are try to stay true to the actual peanut, uh, like comic book um, backgrounds, mm-hmm. right? You know, the wa- mm-hmm. leaning on the wall, having conversations. Yeah, I mean, the, I, I was piano. quite impressed with the entire thing. I mean, yeah. I- including the ridiculous in jokes. Yeah, yeah, with the with the. Uh, yeah. There were a lot of them. There so were a lot, lot of them. That you, if you were, if you were, if you were a Peanuts fan, like just to remind you of who these characters were mm-hmm. as kids. Well, and I mean, and honestly, I thought they would have changed the names more than they did. Yeah, they weren't changed that much. It was no, they really strange. weren't. Like, I mean, a lot. Some characters just weren't referred to by name. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Sally became just. Sally sister. was just CB's sister. CB's sister. Charlie Brown was just CB. Lucy was yeah, but he was called Chuck a couple of times. Chuck, yeah, Chuck a couple of times. Yeah. Charles a couple. Charles times. a couple Charles of times. So I mean, they didn't really change that much. Um, Lucy was just referred to as Van's sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Van is a weird enough name in and of itself. But that, but Van but is. They did reference that, what but is, you know. Oh, what it, was, it was made was. very clear who who it was. It, but it's, it's it's Linus. And by the way, it, Van refers to the, his surname. His full name is Linus Van Pelt. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then Lucy Van Pelt. So Van is just it, it's there, but it's one of those ones that you wouldn't catch, and mm-hmm. it's why they spent some time in the beginning explaining who he was. Yeah, mm-hmm. with the blanket, with the, the blanket, blanket joke. Blanket. And you, Pigpen is called Matt, which you would have never gotten. Well, the other until side it's explained. was until yeah, it's until gone. it's explained, but it's then, explained quite early, and you get mm-hmm. it quite early. And on top of that, when you read the uh, the character history for Pigpen, um, people realize that Pigpen's na- real name was never known. Pigpen was his nickname. Yeah. And that at no point was there was his real name ever known. Mm-hmm. Schultz, uh, like uh, when you wiki it and look or lo- and look up any piece of information concerning Pigpen, it mm-hmm. was a nickname and nobody knew. Nobody really yeah. knew. So um, what his real name was. So they could they could easily get away with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, they the point is they explained who it was. Mm-hmm. You knew it, like immediately mm-hmm. who we were dealing with. But like, but you know, Marcy stayed Marcy. Yeah, I'll be at a different spelling. Yeah. yeah. Well, who sees that? You, it's a play. You're hearing it, right? Yeah, I know. Marcy Peppermint Patty became Trisha. Trisha. So, but I mean, it, functionally, they were all the same. Mm-hmm. But um, you are they believable? Like, I mean, compared compared to what they were as kids, do, does their is their portrayals like as teenage as um, teenagers? To, okay, the only one I could see, the only one that took a little bit of believing, the only one that took any sort of a leap. Was Peppermint Patty? You think so? Because mm. it, no, that that's it's not to say it's not believable. It took a it took a leap. It took another step of logic to get there. Because it's not the same personality. Yeah. So you have to. I mean, but as anybody who's been there, if you've been through high school, you can sort of understand how that personality transformation occurs. It's just not immediate it's not the same personality whereas most of the characters you you either got the same personality or you got a very obvious change mm-hmm. you know Pigpen changing into who he was is a very obvious change it makes complete sense a complete mm-hmm. ob- because he's the absolute opposite of exactly yeah. you know it, you know see charlie brown's the same guy same mm-hmm. lucy's just insane but she's the same person well we always thought of her as well we, we always thought of her as bossy anyway yeah exactly but she still came across that way yeah that, that way, didn't really know she was really in one scene yeah mm-hmm. and so that, that's my point is you know trisha's the only one that really took a leap but you could see it anyway mm-hmm. it wasn't that far off and marcy was spot on 
Oh, which, mm-hmm. from what she was. Before. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I see it. I mean, I sort of see how how that how that could be because uh, she still acts like the brain. Well, she acts like the brain, but furthermore, she's always right on Peppermint Patty's heels. She's always mm-hmm. following along, no matter what she does. Mm-hmm. So when you see when you follow the transformation from Peppermint Patty to Trisha, and you can see that the same pseudo transformations going on with Marcy, mm-hmm. she just to just sort of follow along, along. I mean, she yeah. was just quote unquote along for the ride. Exactly, mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. makes complete sense. Van 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 himself. Uh, it's a little bit of an odd thing, but again, if you've been to high school, it's not that off. Um, One dependency turns to another, yeah. so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we have to, well, everyone, uh, it's mentioned, uh, it's not, it's pretty blatant already that, um, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's a pothead. He's a pothead now. Um, CB's, uh, CB's sister, Sally. Yeah. Um, what did you see in her? In that one they had a lot more leeway with. Because of how young Sally is, in, in the, the comic, comic, by comparison mm-hmm. to the rest of them, she's very childish. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, when you turn her into what is you know uh, uh, like a fifteen or sixteen year old, which she, which, which she is, by this I mean, point she's she a is. little, she's mm-hmm. younger than the other ones. Mm-hmm. You sort of have a lot of room to play with, because how someone is at like five or six is immensely different from how they will be at fifteen, sixteen. But the difference between how someone is at like eight or nine isn't really as different as they are at like eighteen, nineteen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, I mean, the thing is, part what gets me is um, who her crushes change from too, because she she develops because throughout the comics comics she has a crush on Linus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In this, she has a crush on on Schroeder. Yeah. On well, okay, Schroeder uh, or Beethoven. Well, they they go with Beethoven right? again. It's yeah, the names are really off, but you knew exactly who they were talking about. Mm-hmm. There was no question of it. And yeah, I mean that that's a switch, but again, you're ten years on, mm-hmm. and you've you've seen Linus go from you know the kind of cute, vulnerable, always hanging on to his blanket, the very childish one who was very much along with Sally. Because he he's the younger he's the younger sibling, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they were a little more in the same age group there, they, and they were they were both the childish ones. Mm-hmm. And Linus changes very distinctly, and she changes a different way. It's just it's just the nature of how one develops when you get to high school. Yeah, mm-hmm. you tend to go very different ways despite being similar people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, on the topic, I mean, let's face. Uh, well, okay, let me just uh, keep, keep going because I keep looking through some of this listing, list here and all this other stuff. Um, I got its heart. Let's face it. Dog Sees God is a fan fiction. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, oh, we have to, I mean, I that's mean, what it, it is. is but it, and I, there's nothing wrong with that. No, I mean, I mean, we, we, I mean, anime, this is part of the anime, anime fandom, fan culture. Well, this is part of, this is part of any geeky fan culture, mm-hmm. really. I mean, I fan mean, fiction's been around forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is what it, and that's what it is. I mean, it, it was a fascinating play. I mean, overall, just for just for reference, I, it, it had my thumbs up. I mean, I couldn't. I, you knew, everyone knew that for me. Um, How do you guys feel? Just much the same. Oh, I overall? loved it. It was, that was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Very enjoyable. But um, like we, we we talked a lot about fan fiction a few years ago. Uh, a little bit about our thoughts on it. Uh, I guess we can further this time around and some of its little legalities too because especially in in relation to this play 
I mean, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll give some. Let me just throw some thoughts with this. Uh, it, it was always a what if. I, I mean, Dog sees God as a what if at his heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it should never be considered canon. Mm-hmm. Certainly not canon to the rest of the plot. This is um, uh, like it was fascinating to play what if. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, you wonder. I wonder to myself, uh, you know, what would have Charles uh, Charles Schultz thought of it all? Mm. And I'm not sure, like, and you can get a lot of arguments going both ways. Well, okay, but I'm going to look at this from, a, from you know, I, I was fairly heavily into the fan fiction community some years ago, mm-hmm. back in my high school days. Um, and now I can't speak for what creators would have preferred, but as somebody who wasn't, you know, who actually valued good writing. I tended to prefer things that any, any sort of fiction that went beyond like explicitly beyond the set limits of the canon, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, rather than trying to write little scenarios that occurred within the canon, it was better to write completely outside it. It was what you saw mm-hmm. in this play, I guess. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. I mean, peanuts ended at a, at a particular point. It ended more or less at the same point in their lives as it began, right? They were they were mm-hmm. kids, and so you're you're going and you're you know creating something that the creator never really had any intention of doing. So it's something that I mean, whether or not you know whether or not Charles Schultz would have liked it or you know approved of it, the point is it's something he wouldn't have done. Yeah, it would be the I, same I, as a, it would be the same as Calvin and Hobbes. I'm going to actually, there, right? I'll actually come back to Charles Schultz actually in a bit. So, I mean, some thoughts on that yeah. in a sec. Mm-hmm. Uh, James, I mean, you haven't said, like, I mean, a thought, just a thought. I mean. Like, it's, it's true. It's better to go out there and go away from the bounds and look into the future because you're always in that one place with Charles Schultz. And it was kind of interesting bringing that factor in that you talked about just discovering in the second uh, viewing with the pen pal because that's in there as well mm-hmm. and who the pen I mean, they pal played, really they played is a lot, they played a lot they played a lot with the known canon because um well mm-hmm. but that that's and that that's the best way you can do fan fiction yeah that's you have the, the, that's the beauty of fan with, fiction is that you're not you don't have to create this own uh, your own world it's there for you you don't have to completely create from you, that's the thing you're not meant to create it you're meant to work within it and maybe take a couple liberties. Here well, the, the liberties are one thing, but because I think you've I, I got certain you've got certain constants that are there. You know, you've got constant relationships that have been developed between characters, or sometimes even broken, or broken. And that, and, but, that and, was the case. In, in and these are things that you too. can take some liberties with, but you can't change the past. Mm-hmm. You can't change what the characters have done. And they in their regard past. this, and they mm-hmm. regard these things yeah. type of things too, mm-hmm. like. Um, you know, they regard those things like uh, Lucy had a crush on on Schroeder and they kind of delve into that slightly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they delved into slightly into Doxy's God. Um, you know, uh, um, you like, I mean, I mean, Sally, we kind of they sort of they sort of touch on what happened, but like why Sally and Ly- Sally no longer seems to hold an interest in Linus. Mm-hmm. But um, and, and well, no, but the, but but they also sort of dealt with it the other way because they sort of there there was at least the one scene where they sort of made it clear that there was still an interest there, mm-hmm. but it was an interest that lied that lay when the two were alone. Mm-hmm. 
because Linus is a very, and Linus, and I'm just going to call him Linus for argument's sake here. He became a very different individual around the social group than he was individually. And that was a little subplot that, I mean, it was only really there for the one scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you could sort of see the the past relationships showing up again. In that scene. In that scene. Mm-hmm. So, and and I, I say that about uh, Lucy and Charlie Brown, too. When, again, yeah, it's yeah, the one so scene that you, you can catch, together, you get yeah. the entirety of their relationship. Yeah, mm-hmm. right there. Uh, like, it was always a love, like, we always felt there was a love-hate relationship. Mm-hmm. But it was the first time in a long time, prob- I could recall, probably in a long time, because chances are I had those thoughts anyway as a kid. It was the first time in a long, uh, first time I remember that you saw the good part side of that their relationship. Well, it, it goes both ways. I mean, I wouldn't I saw, say I wouldn't say it's the first time. What I would suggest is that again, it's the difference. First between, time in a long time for me. Well, if, no, but it's anything. the difference between being eight and being eighteen. Mm-hmm. You know, it it it, it develops. You know, but psych- you know, it's a well known fact that you know kids who like each other will tease and torment each other and as you grow up you begin to just accept that it's actually you know you you quite like the person Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you'll be nice and develop friendships or relationships of whatever Mm -hmm. sort i mean it's known as a fact that i mean Mm -hmm. it's referred to in the synopsis that van's sister is cb's ex yeah Mm -hmm. but so So. what, what it is is that you can sort of see that yeah they were teasing each other all the time as kids and somewhere along the line that we're not privy to, mm-hmm. it developed into some sort of a relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the first time I really, like, I saw Lucy as less of an antagonist and more as just a foil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More as just a That's foil for accurate. Charlie Brown, right? I mean, he'll, he'd be, he'd, she'd always be there to tell him, <laughs> just to laugh at him, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, laugh at the folly, but not, you know, trying, not try and... Um, exacerbate uh, exacerbate any any of his problems. Yeah, mm-hmm. but she certainly be there to say, "Yeah, you moron, <laughs> but that was, you blockhead, yes. you blockhead." That's yeah, the phrase. Yeah. Um, okay, as for Charles Schultz, and I, I I I have to bring this up because I got into like some nice nice uh, conversations with um, with the producer and with the director Leslie Wade and the producer. Um, Mike Rubenstein, uh, Rubenstein? I'll have to double check that last name. But um, we had some nice conversations about what Charles Schultz would have thought. And I looked some of this up also. Um, Schultz obviously made it explicitly clear that when he was, that official canon would be done, official canon for Charlie Brown and, and, the, and the Peanuts gang would be done when he ended the comic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing else would be considered officially part of the story. And nothing else should be, you know, officially said. And this is probably part of why. And um, obviously, it was obviously um, United Features. I think it was United Features um, and the estate and and Schultz's estate. Obviously, they mm-hmm. all honored it upon his death yeah. in two thousand. Mm-hmm. And it's been ten, it's been that long, mm-hmm. sadly. Um, so um, well, now, as for what Charles Schultz would have thought of it, um, this is probably part of the reason why, like. Just, just for legality reasons, they obviously everyone was under a different name. Yeah. All the characters were under a different name, just so that there would be no question of the estate of of anybody, anyone who handles the uh, peanuts property getting mm-hmm. in, uh, getting in, and after the after them. Um, as for what Schultz would have thought, well, this is probably why the a big reason as to why um, probably nothing has happened too. 
Yeah, up to this point, the the state of Charles Schultz has said not hasn't said anything concerning this. But to like obviously authorize it would be to mess can mess with canon because it, because to say yes to this officially or on the record say yes to this play would probably have it debated as to be whether or not this should be considered part of canon. Well, yeah, and that's the reason. That's probably the reason why it will just you know be left alone mm-hmm. because you can't endorse it. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially given Schultz's particular yeah. wishes that yeah. this is the end of it. Yeah, but I think you can't go and say, okay, yeah, we're okay with this. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. as for, but they're not. But the thing is, the fact they haven't said anything probably says they're not necessarily against it either. It's tacit yeah. approval. Mm-hmm. You can't endorse it, but you can just allow it. Yeah, and that, and 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 mm-hmm. uh, and now and there's now this and there's uh this prevailing thinking that Schultz probably would have felt that way. Well, I mean, that's my that's my understanding. That's how I, I mean, would, that's I what think, I would I have think, thought is it, he, you know, he would have given tacit approval. Yeah, you know, he, he can't okay endorse it because that's what that, those were his wishes. But well, yeah, those were his I mean, no, that's no the nature wishes. of it. But you know, I'm sure he would have been happy to see. And I think he would have been curious. Yeah, and I think it. he would have been curious to see what people interpreted it as anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, Charles Schultz himself was like when you when you really read between the lines of any of the Peanuts properties, it's a depressing. It can be very depressing at times. The mm-hmm. whole, the whole, the whole storylines and stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, um, and 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 that's born out of Schultz's life. When you read his biography or the events of his life, like his mother died. His mother, his mother died, uh, like before the peanuts, run, the peanuts run. Yeah. Obviously, the little redhead girl is born out of his out of a broken heart. Mm-hmm. Um, except, and we can keep going on and on. Mm-hmm. Um, there was always this belief that. Charlie Brown and Snoopy are his two versions of himself, of Schultz himself. One being the real, the person that he sees himself as actually being, the other being the person as he wish he was. As he yeah. was, mm-hmm. and uh, obviously it's kind of strange that we start with Snoopy's death because it starts with, because it's the death of Schultz's dreamy side, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and all that's left is reality. Reality, or mm-hmm. his perception of reality. Well, and but given that you're focusing on high school. That's the best way to start it. Mm-hmm. You know, if high school teaches us anything, it's that your whole fantasy world crashes. Just forget it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, in high school, I always said this. I said this to myself after I finished high school. Uh, you do the most growing up. Like you do the most growing up in the shortest period of time in those four or five years you're there. You do. Mm-hmm. In my case, four, five. Five. In our case, yeah, it's five. five. It was four for me. But it was four for you? Was four. I'm old curriculum, but I only spent four there. Okay. Oh. But, um, but, uh, you, uh okay. I see. Well, yeah. I mean, cause you walk in as, you know, a, a fresh faced 13 or 14 year old and you know, you leave at 18, 19 that those are ages when you're by and large, you know, yeah, it's a, it's only a four or five year period, but you're expected to be kind of a child at 13, 14 and you're expected to be an adult at 18, 19. Mm-hmm. As I said. Yeah, you biggest do a huge amount of growing up. Biggest, biggest amount of growings in the shortest period of time. But there you go. Um, I, I, as I said, I we can't, pu- I cannot push this show enough, and I'm glad I'm we we have the chance to talk about it now because Dog Sees God has been extended. Oh, was it? Yes, it's been extended to next Saturday. Uh, Saturday, I think that's the 18th. The calendar's there. Oh, oh I, I wish you would have told me this earlier, Mike. Check the website. Why would I check the website? Yeah, okay. Uh, why? Why? Why you're gonna try? Well, and push no, because there was a, there be a friend of mine who uh, who really quite liked the idea of it, and I I endorsed it very heavily to him. 
and he, I mean, he, I, I, I thought it was over on the 4th, right? So, mm-hmm. well, okay, well, is the next Saturday. Yeah. Next Saturday, well, there's still a chance. There's yeah, there's still, still, it's still possible. I'll let him know. Yeah, it's extended until the 18th. Um, if you're listening to the show on Good Friday, and hopefully a version of it will be up, um, $15 for the matinee on Friday, on Good Friday, actually. <laughs> And, oh uh, really? Yeah. Okay. And then Too rush bad I'm tickets. Busy, but yeah. Rush tickets, obviously, twenty fives yeah. for the rest of the way, and it's still, it's probably still the best way to see it. Um, free drink. It's in a bar. It's in a, it's in a nightclub or in a club. And as per standard, standard, the bar closes when the show starts. So mm, bar closes yeah. when the show starts and reopens after. It yeah. will reopen after the show. And you can go to the club after. And if I you, guess. Yeah, can, and I guess Friday's still sushi. Uh, whatever yeah, sushi night, and then salsa night on Tuesdays. I go to a good sushi place on Fridays. So. Yeah, but um. <laughs> It and uh, it's it's a weird place. I mean, it's a weird place to check out a play. People, I mean, the theater community here. Um, there was very glowing reviews, by the way, in the Star for this. Mm-hmm. It was uh, only the Star that supposedly did. Yeah, I looked, and Star was the only one. But the Star mentioned it. It is kind of an odd thing to be watching a play in a nightclub. Mm-hmm. It is. It's yeah. a very because I've watched setup. plays in many different places, but never a nightclub. So I must just say it was a unique. Experience. It was a very like the stage itself is all is the stage for the bands whenever they come yeah. in. Um, it's a makeshift setup at best. I mean, that's probably the best way to say it, put it. Good set. It's a good you, set. That's yeah. an interesting set, mm-hmm. and I think that's very open ter- interpretation. Mm-hmm. Bart Royal, um, or Bert Royal, Bert V Royal, who wrote this, was actually saw, actually saw it on Saturday. Oh, okay. and he they said he real um, according to all reports he really liked it. Um, history of the play. It's been played many times in the states, although many pe- it, it, although it, obviously it's. Uh, uh, it does fall under the radar. Well, it's bit. only been around since 2004, too. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so and people want to see it back in the States again, or a regular production yeah. somewhere in the States again. Um, you got, um, what helps here, what helps, uh, and I kept saying helps this production, is that four of the actors in this were featured on the Degrassi Next Generation yeah. show. And obviously, they're pro- so that fact is prominent. And a lot of Degrassi fans are making the trek to see this, even if they're from the, from the States. It doesn't matter as long as people see it. It doesn't a, matter how yeah, or why. It's a well, really well done show. It's uh, smartly written, mm-hmm. certainly smartly interpreted by this particular cast. Yeah. Uh, by um, Jake Ep- uh, We'll go through the cast uh, Jake Epstein, Ben Lewis, Mike Lobel, um, Adamo Rigoro, Sioban Murphy, Alex Saslov, Lindsay Clark, um, Paula Bran- uh, Brancati. I hope I got the most of these names right. Tatiana, uh, Tatiana Maslani. Uh, Tatiana Maslani. Um, Lindsay Clark is, the, is usually the understudy. Um, Tatiana Maslani is the uh, is also in the regular cast. Check it out. Uh, www.dogseesgod.ca. Um, also, they do have a Facebook group, uh, which is run by the producer. Cool, really nice guy too. Um, all a good cast. They usually come down for a drink after the show. So if you want to say if you want to send, give some compliments after the show, um, you know. Always do that too, and they, they certainly appreciate it. And that appreciation has led to the uh, extension. So, as I said, it's good. I'm, you know, I, I I will definitely recommend it to people no more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, push that for the last, and you know, one final push for the last week. Maybe they'll extend it past the 18th. It's too. entirely possible. I or don't imagine the actors are doing all that much else. Well, I mean, the, the the thing is, you know, some of them are still on Degrassi. Some of them are doing other Canadian shows, too. Yeah, but it's one of those things that, I mean, you know, okay, so it plays every night for an hour and a half. You can still get filming schedules around Oh, yeah, that. that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, or or public appearances. A few, yeah. uh, half the cast appeared on MTV uh, Canada a few nights ago. Fair enough. So, mm-hmm. With uh, Eugene Levy's son. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
but as I said, check it out. Uh, you won't be disappointed. Um, you know, as I said, we can't say it enough. I think we'll put in a link because I think there was a, a expose also, a, a brief mention also on Canada AM here in, uh, in Canada. So, hmm. but check it out, as I said. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's uh, first segment. Um, How long are we? How oh, far uh, according to this, uh, an hour and three minutes. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. It's going to get longer. Well, of course, because we're, we're only at the first segment. You or we could save it for next segment. And the bullets are going to be eight hours oh, long. Oh, and the bullets are long, and you know we have a, we have a holiday anyway tomorrow. Yeah. So uh, plenty. To, uh, so the bull- So we'll continue with the bullets in a couple seconds. And how many do we have? Oh, maybe we'll about, figure a bunch out. About, yeah, about half tons. a dozen. We have we have half a dozen. And half of those are probably hentai related. Well, no, not all. Well, we, we didn't really get it. We didn't really use the 69, 6-9 uh, reference last time. So I tried. Yeah, we didn't, well, didn't use it to its we full needed, We needed females in the in the cast. You got to work on that. You really got to work on getting women out With Me- Megan, my, Megan might, might show up. Well, and that, that's all well and good, but you, you know, you've got, a, you've got a, a female cast, if you want to call it that, of like, what, two people? Who's the other? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I know, you know, you'll get Megan coming out here occasionally. Um, we used to have Clarissa. And said it by name. Yeah. Said her name. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we used to have Clarissa. And now we used to have Courtney. She's off doing her career. So that happens. We used to have Angela. She's in Japan. That happens. And yeah, probably will be off doing her career. But we've got Clarissa and Megan in town. Mm-hmm. Neither of which you've been able to pull. Yeah. Or, you know, we need more women here. I know there are more opinionated women, somebody who can, you know, at least sort of hold their own with me. There's got, there <laughs> has to hard. be. That's not hard. That's not actually hard. Because I think mo- most of the girls here, mo- enough, of, like, uh, enough of the girls who've done this show have been able to hold their own with you. Oh, I, I don't, there, there's well no question it, there. So. I mean, if you're geeky enough to be willing to show up, you can hold your own. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, they're not all to the level of Courtney. Oh, yeah. Big but the, but it, I mean, it, it's, it's a matter of how you're holding your own. Yeah. Uh, back with more in a couple seconds. Bullets. We'll fire them up. Uh, let me lock and we'll lock and load for you during the break. Back with more. You're listening to the Anime Roundtable on thecomicden.com. of Karen and Sid search to find the eggs that they hid once we've died them our folks hide them it's not hard to entertain kids oh, oh 90 minutes straight we toil searching for the hidden spoils where's our prey it's hard to say they're hard to find and they're hard boiled One more egg still hidden out there Though our folks don't remember where Bet by June or it might be sooner It starts to be foul the air Oh, oh Then we'll find it by the stench Maybe back behind that bench In mom's vase or some odd place Just reeking like the unwashed French I'll just work. So through. Mike's had a little bit of technical difficulties. Yeah, and, no uh, kidding. We I mean, uh, we just lost the last forty minutes of 
recording. Uh, what we did. <laughs> yeah, and none of it, you know, obviously none of it we can really redo, but we're going to try anyway. Well, we're going to redo it, but right. I mean, right. so if you weren't here, you yeah, only missed it. Yeah, you missed it. <laughs> and it was okay. And it was some, there was some good stuff. And um, this is why you should always show up to watch these tapings live. Because not only, not, only does this, this, not only does the technical okay, so difficulties let me explain, let me explain this one. Because um, like a minute into the recording, it said disc could not catch up or something like that. And But it, the thing is, it still said it was still recording. So we kept going with the segment as we kept going. And then when we stopped it, I saved it. I tried to save it, then restart the file, then exited GarageBand, and then restarted the program. And the program was, and the file only told me it was at where the point, at the point where the fail, the disk messed up. Hmm. This is weird. I, I mean, these are some weird problems I'm getting with, with the Mac, with the new MacBook. Yeah, I, I don't know because I don't run into these issues. This is weird issues. So, uh, and well, as I said, let's consider them isolated for now. Yeah, Hopefully, I mean, in the long term, they're just isolated. Anyway, um, it'll get sorted out eventually. So, oh, and we can deal with it. Well, that's exactly it. I mean, okay, to so, re-record a you know re-record a segment every so often. It's not that big a deal. Yeah, especially on a on the Thursday of a long weekend. But you know, th- this is further proof. Show up to the live tapings. Not only do you miss, not only will you get the things that we happen to say if the computer lost it, but you also get to hear that witty banter that we end up throwing. You know, when the yeah, taping is it. off. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of it. Yeah, okay, so here we go. Uh, so once again, uh, Nicholas here, Austin there, Grant there. Um, uh, so uh, here we go. As I said, kitchen sink segment, like we said 40 minutes ago. So uh, here we go. It's the kitchen sink segment, the bullets. Um, how many did we throw in that in those 40 minutes? We threw about four we or threw five. a good few, yeah. yeah. Okay, and we're going we're gonna to throw them again. So um, let's see. Uh, fresh off the press today. We, um, Taro Asso vows to create 500,000 jobs by 2020 by spreading quote unquote soft power, specifically such as anime and fashion items to the world. Um, yeah, Asso said at a news conference that the market is worth 20, 20 to 20 to 30 trillion yen and would, would, uh, that a market worth 20 to tr- 30 trillion would be created if business opportunities for Japan's soft power are expanded in other countries. Um, I mean, I mean, this is not, I mean, well, you said, actually, you said 20 to 30 trillion yen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was 200 to 300 U- billion US. And then that was just part of a pillar we were talking about as yeah, well. Yeah. And this is where, you know, Adam, like, well, I mean, the, the, you know, I'm not going to refer to the prior conversation because it's pointless, but I mean, a throwing around numbers like, oh, we're going to generate two to three hundred billion dollars worth of industry is is, is like saying i'm going to generate a, a, a kajillion bajillion dollars you have nothing to back up these numbers whatsoever that's the you've first made them up mm-hmm. which is fine you know i'm sure if that helps you politically great but as these times have proven making shit up and hoping that the you know your your constituents don't notice doesn't work. It's well, kind of people are smarter than you but think they are. Kind of probably based on past numbers, which are unreliable. Well, they, they are unreliable. But, but the point is that the numbers that exist, you can't just say, "Well, you know," and you know, manga and these soft industries make this much now. If we double them, we'll make double. 
If we really really go into that, it doesn't work that way. And the other issue that comes with it is with the job creation, which he claims is 500,000. And we were talking about, are they actually quality jobs? And in these industries, a lot of the entry positions or the positions they may go after may not be quality positions. They're going to be junkie positions, to be honest. I mean, ask anybody in the manga industry who is not a a mangaka themselves, who is like an assistant. Mm -hmm. Ask them how good their, their job is. You know they're gonna now they're gonna say you know it's a secure job and they're happy in it. Don't get me wrong; I'm not saying these people aren't satisfied with the job, but they're satisfied because they're doing what they love, not because it's a high-paying job. Yeah, that's one point. And and and, and uh, further to that, we um, James pointed out uh, an article mentioned. Well, in actually, we might as well end yeah. the article with the other two. He it's this is not in a vacuum, of course. He talks about two other pillars. Other than his soft power, he does talk about low carbon revolution and society of health and longevity, yeah. which but a lot go- of us have already heard many times before, which doesn't need explaining. Yeah, it's we all- went on a good ramp before about, but but let's go back moot now. Let, let's go back. Let's go back. Well, well, I mean, we're going to touch on that in a sec, but let's go back. Back to you know, do you have a good job? Uh, in the manga industry, and then you and then you brought out um, the, this uh, little it's, article uh, about Shuho Sato. Yeah, Shuho Sato talking about the on his expense, personal blog, his expenses in creating, uh, you know, his manga. And in the end, you read the uh, you read the um, you read the uh, breakdown, and you realize one uh, you realize he's actually down himself. And there's a whole load of stories with it about trying to get royalties, and then how much it costs to have staff. And you know, it, it's end, at the point where to to run a decent sized studio and this with yourself a, and six staff, yeah. you lose money. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess, and we he loses look at money his... until he sells his monthly compilations. But he still it. has to get those royalties. And he, yeah, he, he's only making money based on the royalties of monthly compilations, which means a he's not making a huge profit in the first place. B he has to put the money out before he's going to see those royalties. But remember, the compilations. You, depending on what they're running and whether it's weekly, monthly, whatever for the magazines, it depends. Some artists have quite a few compilations come out during the year. Some maybe just have one. Mm-hmm. Well, I, mean, but I think he was um, saying they were monthly compilations. No, that's the magazine. Oh. that What we were talking about, I'll read it again just so you know. Basically, he talked about this in his blog entries from March 28th to April 4th. And he said by producing 450 pages a year, he received about 16 million yen or about 160,000 US for the magazine publication. And then he said that's for his current work, Say Hello to Blackjack. However, he said it cost him 18 million yen, 180,000 US dollars a year to run his current staff. And he basically went on to talk about how for his compiled volumes of his current work, he basically got 10% royalty of each uh, compiled volume and at the current rate of 580 uh, US or 580 yen per volume basically he then went on after talking about the price to say he sold about in the first two weeks 98,579 copies so if you do the math with the 580 you figure out 10% what he's getting and he said that's better than others because he talked about other artists, specifically in Shoujo magazines, who probably do an 8%, 9% royalty on the compiled volumes. But the other thing he goes on about is for his staff, 
his staff basically, all his assistants earn 3 million yen or 30,000 US a year. And he then acknowledges, obviously, that's lower than a regular salary man earns in Japan. Mm-hmm. So obviously, they're doing it from love. But the thing, Mike, I guess what you were talking about is he looked at one of his previous mangas, Umizero, and he did like almost an income statement type thing. So he said, here's my manuscript payment rate, which is $100 US per page. Then he did a monthly output of 80 pages, which then adds up to 8,000 US per month. And then he said his monthly income tax was 800 US. His monthly expenses for staff was 4,700 US per month. And then his monthly food expenses for the staff was $1,000 US per month. And then his paint and his supplies and stuff like that to create the manga was $1,000 US per month. And then his studio rent, because obviously he's probably not doing this in his home, but sometimes they do do it in the home. But since he's obviously, it looks like he's doing it outside, is $700 US a month. And also maybe it is his home, he just rents. But anyway, the other thing was his monthly fuel and other expenses, which was $500 US per month. And then after additional living expenses, whatnot, he then got a $2,000 US loss per month. And then he said he makes that up from what we talked about, the compiled volume royalties, mm-hmm. but he still has to then get those royalties, which, which is always sometimes, easier said than done. So. Yeah. But, he, but, you know, there's, there's your uh, great job. Mm-hmm. So, and, and now, now, now coming back to the pillars mm-hmm. of, of, uh, the, of recovery. Yeah. And this is where Adam, I don't know, we have to rehash it as best we could. Though. Uh, how about we build actual pillars? <laughs> build infrastructure. <laughs> You create a wealth of jobs from the semi-skilled to the highly skilled, from the common laborer to the engineer. You keep them employed for, you know, matters of years on very large projects. Okay, granted, not permanently. Granted, not permanent, but they're very large stretches of time. And then on top of that, and I mean, it, they, that, they, they, the thing, they can generate know? something else in the long run. Exactly. But, you know, you throw, you know, an amount of money at a bridge you know, you say, let's build a bridge. You create, you create, you know, jobs for six months to a few years, depending on the size of the bridge. And you have a bridge. And sometimes, yeah. And sometimes, uh, sometimes other businesses pop up because of that. Exactly. Bridge. Or, mm-hmm. you know, to, to other industries, to, other... to look more to, you know, the Toronto situation, build transit. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where a lot of government's money in Ontario was going, build transit because it, it stimulates business inherently, adding mass transit lines, adding extensive. You know, so not only have you created the jobs in the first place, you've got infrastructure that you can rely on, and you've got built-in economic stimulus, which helps. And there's your other, there's your offshoot businesses because of it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, but you can't do that by promoting manga. Mm-hmm. Manga is like manga arts and entertainment is. Like I we we I use the phrase speculative. It's speculative. It's leisure. It's a luxury item. And the first thing that cuts cut exactly. Cut you know, from you, personal you, budget you, sadly you, could get cut. I mean, you'd be just as well just, investing in television. I mean, it's the same deal for what it's worth. And, and this is not to say it's not worthwhile, but it's it's not. It, this is not a. This is not a. This is this is not a tail da- wagging the dog type thing. Because mm-hmm. that's what the, this is what this is what the. Um, this is what Asso seems to want. Well, yeah, he wants to tail wagging the dog. He wants to pull the wool over everybody's eyes until the until the economic problems go away. You know, it's it's don't pay it's pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, none of this will happen. Here's the solution. It'll all go away in good time, and hopefully, by the time that the market actually fixes its own problems, 
no one will care anymore. <laughs> and, and, and which is not a really good way to go about yeah. running your political career. Yeah, and uh what's um what's Asso's uh, approval rating again? Bush level? It's low, but remember they pretty much switch prime ministers all the time. I no, yeah, think that's most long, very the, the sad part is the long, yeah. the, the, long, the, the most works. long jet. Forget parties, it's mm-hmm. factions within parties. Mm-hmm. It really is yep. that way. I mean, we, we talk about it in North American politics here in Canada, here in the States. Take that, take that exponentially. That's sort of what you see in Well, yeah, I mean, like, we're, you know, you see that in, in Canada, we're looking at, like, what is functionally like a four or five party system. Mm-hmm. Just imagine if we had a promotional government, we'd be like them. But but, But but, even and even within that, you get very you know you don't get very many factions. But the closest you'll get is red Tories. Mm -hmm. But no, but (laughs) I mean we we I mean we saw we saw that talked about within the Liberal Party over the last year, the last couple of years, and uh, that's nothing. That's nothing compared to say what's in Japan, what's what's in a lot of Asia. Yeah, I completely agree. It's and, yeah. I mean, I mean, we think of it as that's a, good or bad. We think knows, of it as but. a pheno- We think of it more as a, a, a little closer to being a phenomenon than it would be there, mm-hmm. where it's commonplace. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, do we have an over under on how long asshole will survive? No, no. Well, do you think I think he'll I think, I think he'll s- survive longer than the other guy. That's the year. <laughs> but the sad part is, I would say he won't survive as long as Koizumi, who's the only one anyone remembers because he was the longest pride one in the most recent decade. How, did, how the hell did he survive? He was just so damn popular, I think. I think, I think it's that, that would thing. be the only way to do it. Yeah. And he probably shook a lot of hands, yeah. knew a lot of people, kissed a lot of babies. Well, the other thing that I, he I know he ticked too. off, and he I know he's really good at it too. <laughs> but I think kissed he t- a lot of babies. <laughs> But he still ticked off people. I'm not no, because I think Japan right post though. privatization was one of the key things that annoyed a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, he somehow managed to stay, yeah. and he left on very much on his own terms, mm-hmm. which is not something you can say for a lot of Japanese mm-hmm. prime ministers. Okay, yeah, he even got that uh, going yeah. away present from Bush. Mary yeah, went, yeah, to, uh, went to Graceland because he was he was he was a big. I ever seen fan. those pictures. It was quite funny. It was he was a big Elvis fan, yeah. and on top of that, I think his I think he his brother was the president of the fan club there. Was he? Oh, I didn't I, know. He, like he has roots in the fan club there. Trust oh. me. Um, okay, so on that note, uh, second bu- uh, related bullet uh, coming soon: Japan National Anime Shrine. 11.7 billion yen to build a shrine dedicated to anime, manga, video games, and other contemporary Japanese art. First government-built facility of its kind. So a, a comprehensive center for media art and as a base for promoting the popular culture. Um, collect and preserve works and information on such, such items. Visitors will be able to um, interact with it, as in watch, read, play video games. Make the center a venue for showcasing cutting-edge Cutting age Japanese culture to the world and cater to foreigners with an interest in these things. This is sort of related. I, gu- mm-hmm. I guess there's some of that infrastructure. Uh, sort of. Sort of. Sort of. Except you're spending $100 million on what? This is, this is on Japan probe, so. I'm uh, guessing on, maybe what, on Geek Strike Shrine? Witches. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Th- that would be like me building. Let's see. What, 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 what could I build here? Um, Let's be crude. It would be like building a giant Barbie doll. <laughs> right, like that—that—that's the functional equivalent here. Yeah, it just doesn't sound. And it, it sounds, and it, it sounds stupid. It sounds is what it sounds like. It sounds a lot of towns have like I mean, large objects. I know, I know they them. want to you know use yeah. this as part of it, but this is not as I said. Like we've gone through this discussion many times before, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the Miyazaki context months ago, etc. I mean, 
okay, this just doesn't fly in these times. Mm -hmm. I think they might some other time. This is not the time. No, it's not. And it, it never really is the time to, you know, push this sort of thing. I mean, you know, in times of ridiculous economic prosperity, you can get away with wasting the money, but it's still a waste of money. But did it say yeah, they I mean, just announced or they started to... Um, they announced it. Just announced, yeah, because it depends on how far ahead they already sank some of that money in. Yeah, that's the I, other I, I know, but like, if it's not, if they haven't put shovels in the ground, they haven't sunk that much money. But here's, in. yeah, I mean, but here's that lynch, here's part of that pillar, mm -hmm. straw pillar, but nonetheless. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, but this is, this is, this, I mean, you shake your head at this one. Um, okay, so uh, let's see here. What do we, oh, I guess we should go into the uh, blotter, uh, into the, um, well, let's go into the uh, crime and punishment one. <laughs> crime and punishment blotter for a second, because, you know, uh, ooh, good. Uh, it's kind of nice that we actually have a crime now. Um, this, one, uh, this one goes on the uh, One Piece creator, the creator of One Piece getting, getting threats, apparently from the disgruntled spouse of a former um, assistant at, at his studio. Mm -hmm. Sent uh, threatening messages in, sent uh, like 100 threatening messages in a three-month period, uh, in the last quarter of, um, in like the last third of 07, investigated. Mm -hmm. Now the lady, was, woman who's 27, has been charged. Um, even though, even though, um, even though, uh, even though the catalyst was, was cited to be the dismissal of her husband, who worked at the studio, who worked as an assistant in the studio, uh, the real mo motivation might have been actually unclear. Maybe protect, being protective of of the husband of her husband. And her and his now and the now lost income, or maybe a, a lash out at her husband for the lost income. Yeah, well, it could be a lot of things. Yeah, know. it's just that like it. It depends what story the husband came home with as to why he got fired. Well, remember because if it was all oh, my boss is such an asshole, he just hates me. He's got it out for me. I didn't do anything wrong. And if the wife believes him, then maybe you know. Yeah, that's all I can think. Right? Yeah, this is. I mean, in itself, it's nothing. Unique. Not really. It's funny. It, it, it's disgruntled, you know, employee syndrome. It, it's yeah. Not a big it, deal. It, disgruntled employee syndrome, or, well, albeit on the spouses. Yeah, but that, 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 that applies. Spouses Just can apply with. immediately to that. Mm -hmm. So, but uh, it's nothing new. It's, well, nice, makes for a nice conversation, I guess, mm -hmm. uh, especially in this context, because we have nothing. Well, a lot of things make for nice conversations. Yeah. Like boobs. <laughs> lots and lots of boobs. <laughs> Oh, I love that promo. <laughs> okay, um, and let's see. Uh, renewals of various manga titles. Um, we mentioned, uh, like, um, let's see, uh, a one-shot of Kimigori Orange Road from, uh, uh, of a Kimigori Orange Road manga from 10 years ago is being reprinted this time in color. Mm -hmm. Like, this was printed in black and white originally like, 10 years ago, mm -hmm. around the time the second movie came out. Mm-hmm. So mm. people say that's kind of nice. It reminds me; it's just a nice reminder of the fact that that's not fin that's not been taken here in in North America in English. And then Boys B is uh, starting up again, at least in some form online. Uh, the manga there. Um, yeah, that one's been a while since it's yeah. That's been a while out, which it's, is which is not a bad thing. I mean, that's a yeah, good yeah. time to pick. But it's a nice it's a nice it's a nice reminder that um, that's <laughs> here that that Tokyo Pop has uh, has that suspended. But then again, along with. 
the many others. Yeah, along with all that, that's part of the uh, suspended talking. list. But then again, that's a kind of a reflection of. I said a sign of the times, but you said no. It's a, I wouldn't class it as a sign of the times. It's a you know a lot of people got a lot of companies got very ambitious in the you know late nineties, early two thousands about how manga would do. It was a fairly new market in North America. They everybody jumped on board with a pile of series and. The industry crashed a few years ago before the economy was ahead of the economy crashing. The manga industry crashed in North America because it was flooded. Well, it was flooded with series that not everybody wanted. In technical terms, it never really crashed. It's just its growth deteriorated. There's still growth, but yeah, but but everybody looked at it. The only thing that's really happened is the competition for shelf space, which then means. That basically some it's, companies crashed. They had to have those big hitters the, the like great, Naruto like, or whatever. But what, ended up, what ended up happening with that is that when the shelf space, you know, when, when there was such a fight over it, you had a lot of companies then decide to back out of everything to be more conservative immediately. Mm-hmm. Well, and when you do that in the middle of a series, you, you tend to upset people. Uh, you know, see Kadocha in the anime field. See uh, Boys Bia in this context. <laughs> exactly. But then there was the see other. Translucent. There were other issues, yeah. We talked about Translucent, and then we got into a little thing. But I said Translucent because originally uh, the editor went on, like, most of the series have been scheduled. Translucent still hasn't been scheduled. And then I mentioned that Ghost Talker's Daydream basically has disappeared from Dark Horse's site. Mm -hmm. Now they've had this happen before. But then we got into other discussions in regards to ADV manga, which crashed because of what Adam just talked about. But I made point... I that the there word. are others that have taken their place, which are successful, but it's a different field. You have Delray that's backed by Random House and then Kodansha. And then you have um, Yen Press backed by, by Hatchet. Hatchet and a bit by uh, Square Enix with their uh, line of manga and stuff like that. So you can still go in, but you have to have the right dynamics mm. to make it work. And you have to have people behind you. You can't just be one dimensional like Tokyo Pop, which is solely on the manga field. And then the other issue we were looking at, I think, um, as well, it just came to me. But um, we look at uh, Kodansha itself, because remember, they said they were going to set up their own North American subsidiary. And then they had to back out because of the recession, because of the economic forces. Mm-hmm. But if you have all your eggs in a row and you have the partnerships in place, that's where it's been going towards. And that's what's killed off some of the smaller publishers or made them cut back like Dr. Master or even Tokyo Pop. Now they're down to like two pages in the previews. And some of that, like Kodansha, when they went to Delray, kind of almost killed them because they did mine a lot of titles from them. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's many things, but those are some of the other issues that I think are more it's, it's It's more of a slow burn than an absolute crash, like we saw with uh, Genion a couple of years ago. But they are obviously trying to catch up to the market. They're now at ten ninety nine for price on mm-hmm. Tokyo Pop titles. And one of the big selling points Stuart Levy had when he first got them into bookstores and started the manga trend, whatever you want to call it. I know a trend is short term, but when he started this roller coaster... He basically said 99 price point and unflipped. Now it seems he's come to everyone else at the 10.99. You don't need that 9.99 price point. The other issue that we were talking about is 
he's now gone up with everyone else, but he's still got the low quality product because everyone else is translating their sound effects. I was talking about that. It seems like a small thing, but they're not really, they don't really translate all of them to a T now. Technically, yeah, we could read through manga and not really care about them. But sometimes there are like horror stories or certain other stories like Dragonhead where you'll have sound effects that actually are relevant to the story or are a precursor to something happening later on that you just froze you. And so it's kind of nice to have that touch to have a little translated uh, subtitles and stuff like that of the sound effects. But then we kind of went on to our little rabble. Remember I said there's certain manga that, yeah, you would never in your right mind need uh, sound effects translated. And I said, yeah, I forgot that Icarus as well doesn't translate their, uh, mm-hmm. their uh, sound effects. But obviously, since they're in a certain area, they probably don't need uh, Although to do Adam, that. Adam, I, don't, I, I wonder about you know, how he sees Well, that, your, your hentai that. sound effects really, you know, amount to schlick, schlick, spurt, spurt. Fap, fap. Squish, squish, fat, fat. I mean, they're, they're pretty obvious. And let's be honest, if you can read a little bit, a little bit of katakana, you can figure it out anyway. <laughs> that, that's really it. Yeah, I mean, but yep, there's nothing. Said. There's Sometimes no. There's nothing there's you're there's really there's missing there. Yeah. Okay. I think, a and it could all be figured out graphically anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'll say that uh, you know, this is just sat. I, I mean, I just saw it as saturation, but now we're seeing, seeing it. Well, for some companies, yeah, it was the saturation, but it was competition for the shelf space. But then when you have the different partnerships, that then changed the dynamic of small publishers and certain publishers. And Tokyo Pop was one of those affected people. So they have less to work with, mm-hmm. with publishers from Japan. Because remember, the main guys, and then of course, Viz, of yeah. course, has a big... It, big it's, lead it's, over them it's with Shueisha and uh, Shotokan, and they can mine it. tons and tons of titles. Yeah, so yeah, it's just lack of part. So it's there's there's that lack of foresight sometimes too. And they of course have the biggest hitter of them all in Naruto, and that's literally bankrolling all these smaller series we see from them mm-hmm. that probably aren't doing as that's well. Good. As they could. There's some a, good ones, but it, it there is are good. Some. Well, I mean, that's that's the power of a linchpin. But I, of, when uh, you look a, at well, all the, the power top, of twelve year olds, yeah, that's. But too. when you look but at the top ten, the top ten ones, flagship. the top ten titles, a lot of them that I see can either be their shoujo B titles, but mostly uh, they're Shonen Jump titles like Naruto and all that. At either a seven ninety nine or eight ninety nine US. Now, those are cheaper than a lot of the other mangas, but remember, they're selling tons and tons, so they make up for it there. So they're probably making mm-hmm. a good amount on there and then getting it to get these other titles, which obviously are not paying a fee for it. They're just bringing them out. Yeah, I see it. But they still are at a higher price, but they still could be losing money in other areas, but they're still making it up from those other more mm-hmm. popular series. This is it, though. Good to have that type of title there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, okay. One more. And I and uh, this this is just like on the subject of live actions, Mandalay Pictures licensed the rights to make a Full Metal Panic film, live action film, and who's possibly being tapped for the main role as Sosuke? Zach Efron. He's gonna High die. School Musical. He's, he's gonna die. High School Musical, dude. In the face. Oh, people were talking about him as the Kira for Death Note if they ever did an Americanized live action of it. That one you wouldn't care about, would you? I couldn't care less about Death yeah, Note. Figure. Death Note. I just, is, I just know I've heard all these. Death Note people, is a but... concept that would have made an interesting, like one or two episode OAV that somehow got turned into a series. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand it. I do not understand how it got popular. You know, 
FMA at least had a long had a had a plot. Yeah, right? it, there was something to go on. Yeah, because it had it rolled a lot of different types of emotions into it. Right, but action. Yeah, drama, comedy. The, the, comedy yeah, I can't see. I, I don't understand Death Note. I I don't think I ever will. Mm-hmm. But Zac Efron is Sosuke. Well, okay. Full Metal Panic is a, is a very close to me. I have a very I have a very special place for that series. Um because it, it sort of mixes everything. It, you know, it's a it's a hard-hitting drama, it's a an action anime, it's a lighthearted, funny school drama, but it's also sort of a romance piece all at the same time. And you know, the the original 26 episode series and the 13 episode second raid both embodied this. And Fumofu was just it just funny. Took, it just, That's it all it was. It, took, it, but it, took it was that slapstick aspect. hilarity. It took the comedic aspect. And yeah, it, exactly. It, it took the comedic aspect. It spun it off into its own series, which was fairly short, and it worked. It worked. I don't have a problem with it. I mean, I, but I, you I have to look at it as very apart from the rest of it. Mm-hmm. But the rest of it, I mean, is is amazing. And there's no way Zac Efron could, you know, really embody Sosuke. It's not possible. Who could? Um... The problem is not finding an actor to do it. It's finding an actor at that young to do it. The problem is, and I mean, this is, this is the nature of Sosuke, is, you know, he is, you know, he's 16, 17. But he's been through. But he's wise beyond his years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, in certain areas. In most. He's in- completely clueless socially, but he was a child soldier. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to military tactics, he knows everything there is to know. He just doesn't get it when he's outside the military. And that that's a hard thing to act. To know everything on one side and nothing on the other. For a character that young. So, I mean, you'd have to, to get a char- an actor that could play a character that young. To pull that off is very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. Which is why I don't really want to ever see it happen. Because it's 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 going to be done wrong. Yeah. Well, this, this, and this and, is, and I don't think it, I don't anyway. think it was a popular enough series in North America to warrant such to a warrant thing. that. Well, don't get me wrong. I mean, I loved it. A lot of people I know liked it, but it never struck me as a, as a as a big enough seller. I mean, it's no Dragon Ball. It's not Dragon Ball. It's, it's not, not Eva. Naruto. It's not these it's things not, that you saw getting these live action pickups because they had the market. So I, I don't really get it. Probably never. And I, I kind of hope it never gets made. I mean, I could deal with a with like a, a Japanese drama, maybe being get like being this being adapted into a Japanese. Yeah, drama? I could deal with that because because I mean, it's been proven there that you know you can turn animes into Japanese dramas and have them work all right, but not into North American. Not in North American stuff. Okay. It never works out. Yeah, I mean, I see that. I see your argument. Yeah. I see it. I see it. I see it. Because, come um, on, if GTO can get turned into a live action series, and GTO is one of the most slapstick, ridiculous anime and manga you will ever see. But to get... To, to turn that into a live action that works... And it was one of the most successful periods. It is. Yeah. Uh, but that's the, you look at it, it, you'd think, I don't know. How, how, I don't think it's going to work. You know, how could you find the right actors to pull off those parts? And the right formulas. And sometimes those formulas only exist in certain places. Yeah, but they found them. Okay. You know, the, as one, when I first showed uh, the, the GTO live action to someone who, hey, who, I mean, he'd never seen the live action. He never knew about it, but he'd read the manga. 
the first thing he the first thing he thought was how did they find an actor to pull off the monkey face <laughs> cuz it, it's a, it's a very signature face that the character makes in the manga mm-hmm. which you wouldn't think a real person could do properly but you saw but, uh, yeah, but he but got he, it. he 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 got he, 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 got it. he got it down like in a unique way but that's that's what it takes exactly mm-hmm. <sighs> okay See, great redo, guys. <laughs> See, we, we always come up with something. We make it work. At least it's a little different. It works, and it's, hey, compact, 10 minutes less than the original version. Hopefully this one stays on the save. Oh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll find out in a couple <laughs> seconds. Uh, but hopefully back with final insults when we... Hopefully back with final insults by then. Um, we'll conclude in a couple seconds on the comicden.com. My nephew, like the Power Rangers, and I did this on his birthday where he had all his friends around. They were like, Green Ranger? I said, let me show you the real Sentai. I'm going to show you the episode where Green Ranger actually died. And they were sitting there looking. A couple kids start crying like, no, Green Ranger can't be daddy. And the parents were like, what are you showing our kids? The Anime World Order podcast. Not suitable for children because the truth hurts. Visit us online at www.animeworldorder.com. What a long night. Uh, glad, glad at least... Uh, well, it's, it, it's 10 to 11, so yeah, yeah we, we've got yeah, a we, long we, night. But it is, you know, holiday Holy tomorrow. Thursday, technically. Yeah. Tomorrow's a holiday. I sure to hell am not going into the office. Mm, yeah, neither am I. It's one of the... It's the Holy... Yeah, you know. yeah I, I may have to field emails, mm-hmm. but that's as far as it's going. Yeah. Maybe I should uh, try and find that... Uh, as I said, maybe I should find the uh, Easter Carol from last year. Uh, or you could do that karaoke that you've been claiming you would be doing so for uh, quite some time somewhere that one's, that one's been outstanding longer than episode 50 yeah wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't want to offend someone okay i think it's somewhere on a disc somewhere in this apartment well i don't doubt it but what i mean i i, I want to put it as like an easter egg yeah. which i think would be a spectacular idea we'll discuss that more when we're, when we're off i don't want to give it away but yeah as i said i wouldn't want to offend someone Okay, uh, you two got final insults? I do, but okay. I want James to go first. James, you got one? <laughs> I know, I have Just to quickly. go first. Because <laughs> frankly, I don't have one. But No, I don't really have one either, but I have been watching the Jays recently. Oh, yeah. Talk and about, they're, they're, I mentioned they're that. I mention this. Okay, I should mention this since we're on. All right, say you're Jason Rand. And then, well, they're actually, starting off story, well so. at 3-1 uh, against... I love it how everyone says the Tigers are going to be uh, back this year, so they did well against a good team, but who knows? Or apparently good team. Who knows, especially considering what the Tampa Bay Devil Rays did last year. So I guess we'll find out if they're worthy of the, playoff the playoffs this year or they're going to end up in the basement like all the projectionists say they probably will be. Well, thank you for bringing up the Jays. Maybe I should go back to the iPhone, actually, now that you mentioned it. Um, Okay, I guess I guess you you'll be you'll be going last then this week. Sure. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, yeah, I saw the Jays the Jays second game this year. So this mm-hmm. was the um, five four squeaker at, in mm-hmm. nine innings. Uh, last uh, yep. Jays walked off on a sacrifice. Uh, yeah. on th- on Ryan did game. what he usually does. Slow a save. save. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, he's been doing it certainly lately. Uh, the thing um, it was good. Uh, like, what was it? Um, Forty-eight thousand for um, game one. The drop-off happened, especially since um, they weren't allowed to sell alcohol. 
Oh yeah, it's, you want to know? This was an AGCO violation. Uh, minors, minors things. I, I, I don't know. This. Actually, there are, the specifics have never been known. But during um, probably it was a good thing they did it, considering the home opener. They had to delay the yeah, game, and they took of, all the players off the field because they were throwing baseballs, beach balls, God knows what yeah, else. Paper onto airplanes, the field. but and and people could slip on those things. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. but um, uh, the thing and, and on top and for me, remember I kept mentioning um, like during the Cheapy Tuesdays, mm-hmm. um, there was there were there there had been fights in the in the stands mm-hmm. too. And la- and when I well, went, the- it was a Cheapy Tuesday. Well, where are the tickets? Like, they're not doing the same Toonie Tuesdays. They're no, doing it's, it's a recession five- something. They call buster. it um, recession something Tuesdays. Yeah, recession smashing or something like that. Um, <laughs> messing with recession. Oh, messing with that's, recession. That's what the promo that's what is called. Okay. Um, $5 tickets for most of the, well, for 500 level and then parts of the 200, the mm-hmm. non-club parts of the 200, um, and $1 hot dogs. By the way, they're, they're, still, they're still a ripoff. <laughs> so there's still a ripoff at even a dollar to be honest with you they're small they're hot sometimes they're they're very hot to handle but they're 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 awfully small mm. you um, always go outside you always go outside for like a two dollar one and you and, and it's a little closer to being worth it um and uh and as i said it was probably a good idea they didn't turn on the taps anyway but but I think I think that more stems from their experiences with that with that promotion last year you can't have baseball without beer well, they tried. La- they tried on Tuesday. There, there's a reason for that. It's boring. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Baseball is not exactly an exciting game. I know. Sometimes and I watch it on TV to fall asleep, but yeah. I, I do go to the games. Like, I mean, I, do, I, you, you know, hockey, even football, I could deal with. Soccer, 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 football, whichever football you want to refer basketball. to. Basketball. I don't like basketball in general terms. Okay, but um, okay. Mo- so- the, now the. I, I've just never, it's never been my yeah. thing. I don't so, get it. So now, now, key, now, let, now, let me uh, pull this to the iPhone, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, the stadium is called Rogers Center now. The no, Sky Dome not. is now called Rogers Center. It's the Sky Dome. Well, fit, uh, legally. Legally, it's the Rogers yeah, Center. Yeah, legally, it's the Rogers Center. Everybody calls it the Sky Dome. Sky, Sky Dome, yeah. Okay, yes, as the name implies, it's owned by, you know, Rogers. Rogers yeah. As in, you know, Rogers Communications, as in the Maya. My tele, my cell phone company, and yes, the proprietors of the iPhone in Canada. So we try the iPhone there. No, no. I mean, that's that's the short of it. Here's the long of it. Um, tried to find a Wi-Fi network. Um, says there was a like, you know, obviously some are password protected for work because it's mm-hmm. you know the network. Mm-hmm. There. There's offices there. Yes. Um, obviously, one says free Wi-Fi connects to it apparently. Connection times out <laughs> uh, when I try to surf. Uh, try to go on 3G, connection times out <laughs> some, for, some, for reasons I can't figure out. At least mm-hmm. I, I certainly wasn't getting websites. I think I was still able to send emails, I think. Mm-hmm. Or emails seemingly were still able to get through. But this, this, this tells you, you know, not in a Rogers building, you can't get a Rogers phone necessarily Remember, to work. they only bought the stadium how, how many years, and they yeah. were focusing Four on other... Four years ago, it, yeah. Yeah, I, think, I think they could have, you know, at least tried there. They could have. They could have. Well, was the roof shut or not? Yeah, it was. That'd be roof. why. Yeah, that'd part, be part big of part, Probably a big part of why um, yeah, it's a big the 3G, part it, yeah. yeah. But um, nonetheless, uh, you know, uh, surely Rogers customers could have gotten a little better. Yeah, like but... Spend the turf and all that. I don't know. It's, it's, the, just, it's just a sad, it was just a sad observation I made uh, fair from, uh, from mm-hmm. the game. Well, I'd rather be at the Arcana Center anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about BMO Field? 
That Packed with Oh yeah, yeah. Do you, are we are we still doing? Um, you know, you know uh, the the I mentioned the friendly. I mentioned the friendly between the women's teams, didn't I? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Japan and Canada yeah. uh, the day after Anime North ends yeah. on mm-hmm. the twenty fifth. Or yeah, I'd be game. You you would want to go? Yeah. You want to go? You, Why? You, you got tickets? No. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just wondering if who wants to go. I, I wouldn't mind uh, because I've never seen Bemo Field, so mm-hmm. I'm curious well, neither to see. I mean, but, and I mean, we'd be able to actually get in. Yeah, and we'd just have to be able to get in because we can't get into. Heaven's we can't get. It's, it's so difficult to get the FC game. Can't can't see a TFC game, so it'd be nice to see it. Yeah. I just want to see what it's like. At least the yeah. stadium. Uh, certainly not the uh, not the atmosphere because we're not going to mm-hmm. see that. But mm-hmm. yeah, but you're, you're still you're still dealing with international teams. Mm-hmm. That strikes me as better. Well, and certainly, too, and Canada is in the top 10 in the world, and yep. Japan in is... In the women's. In, in the, the women's. women's. Let's Canada, be clear yeah, here. <laughs> Canada's in the top 10, top 10 in the women's rankings. Mm-hmm. Japan is... We're like 300th in the men's. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I think uh, lower than the Philippines. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, and Japan is always hovering in the top 10, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, it would actually be... A, it could... It has, on paper, it could certainly be a competitive game. Yeah. So... And I, uh, anyway, but um, there's that. Uh, as I, uh, we'll see who's game. If anyone's game, let us know. Because uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I think James and I are playing. Or if I'm off, I'm, I, I'd like to go. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so that's my uh, final insults. Uh, Adam. You, well, I mean, I got a couple to throw out here. First off, uh, it's confirmed if you, you know, if you pay attention to, you know, the two assholes talking about nerd stuff fa- Facebook group. Uh, evidently, Brent has posted it there. We are now confirmed for Anime North. Uh, TRPA, the Toronto Role Playing Association, who is our sponsor, has a table. So we will be set up there, uh, probably be taping for a good portion of the thing. Um, we intend to follow around hot cosplay girls and try and find the hottest one in the con, just so everybody knows who it really was. Um, yeah, I mean, we, our plans are not extensive, especially given that, I mean, I'm already set to do the Saturday night show with the Anime Roundtable, so... Mm-hmm. So I mean, and we're still looking for a four, and seemingly we, we are might still be looking, looking for, for a fourth, fourth for that because it's you know, not likely to be Neil. We need volunteers, and uh, now we we hope to be miking the the audience on that one this mm-hmm. year. We didn't do it last year because we didn't mis- think about it, and that was a mistake. It was a mistake because we had a good lot of conversation going between the audience and mm-hmm. mostly myself. But <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's one of those things that we we've now thought about. What we're gonna do um, my actual final insult. Uh, I happened to be looking some strange things up. Uh, my Megan's uh, younger brother was—he's—he's he's in his first year of university at Ryerson, and he was expressing an interest in going to law school. Now he's in for commerce right now, so uh, I happen to remember that um, Osgood and Schulich had some joint programs. Mm-hmm. So I was looking into those, and we were a little confused because Schulich refers to it as a joint MBA JD degree. JD stand for uh, Juris Doctor. Okay. Okay. Which uh, I mean, Osgood has offered LLBs, so I happened to look at it, and Osgood is changing their degree designation from LLB to JD. Um, LLB is a Bachelor of Laws. Mm-hmm. Now it's going to be function. It, it, it is the same degree, but what it's changing to a JD. They say more to reflect the fact that it's not a first first entry program you have to have been in uh in a university program for at least two years Mm -hmm. most Mm -hmm. people do a full degree Mm -hmm. and calling it an llb because uh in a lot of the other commonwealth countries uh england and australia are primary among them 
you can enter into law immediately. Mm-hmm. From like a, as an as, 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 a, quote, as, undergrad. as an undergrad, undergrad you don't yeah. need to do a prior program because yeah, mm-hmm. uh, like because here law school is a graduate. Yeah, graduate. functionally yes. Um, so they're changing to JD now. A lot of schools have actually done this already. U of T's done it. Queens has done it. So they're they're changing the degree to a JD. Um, now, what they're also doing is they're allowing anybody who graduated from Osgood to change their degree to a JD. I'm an Osgood grad. I will be changing my degree to a JD in the fall, which means I am probably going to be a little bit obnoxious and make somebody call me doctor. Because <laughs> this is a doctorate technically. Oh, man. It is a JD, Juris Doctor, Doctor of Laws. I will be making somebody do it. So will you make host calls, though? No, no, no. But, <laughs> Doctor, no, it's going to be one of those Dr. subtle Grant, things. Dr. Grant. Like when, you know, when you fill out forms and, you know, you have that little bit for the, you know, the prefix or the yeah, mystery. It's going to be doctor every yeah. time. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They'll probably be wondering about that once you start because signing. I, I think he's, I guess, I guess that'll probably be the way he's introduced uh, later in the fall. Oh, hopefully. <laughs> uh, they, they haven't released the details on precisely how you yeah, do it yet, but So we can call, call you hentai doctor. Exactly. <laughs> Sure, your clients will be wondering about that. It's like, am I even in the right place? Yeah. <laughs> Doctor? Anyway. That's it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll continue my Samurai Showdown anthology search uh, on Saturday because heavens knows can't do it on tomorrow. Well, yeah, no one's going to be open. Yeah, no one's so. going to be open. You can search maybe on Pacific eBay. Pacific Mall. Yeah, yeah. Pac-Mall. Pac-Mall. You never know. You may, you may not get a legit copy, but who cares? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as long that. as it works. Well, if you can't find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll be under your bed. Anyway, uh, so that's it for this week. Um, if you have any questions or comments, uh, including on the quality of the second take, uh, roundtable <laughs> at the comic den.com is our uh, email address, second take in the second segment. Uh, roundtable.com is our blog and episode archive. Check that out. Always leave comments. Uh, you can also leave comments on Facebook. Don't forget we're also on Podcast Pickle and have an entry on iTunes. Um, and I guess that's uh, well. What else is out there? Oh yeah, and don't forget. Yeah, we're going to be doing Anime North too. Uh, we have yet to figure out the details. It will be a raucous good time. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I have to still send the banner just to, so that they can put a proper link on the uh, Anime North website. So, mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully, I'll have everything else updated for the weekend. Unfortunately, unlike most, uh, I'm actually working some of it. So, anyway. Yeah, I refuse to go into the office. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, enjoy the long weekend, folks. Uh, have a you know have a good Friday, and have, and have, a, have, a, happy, have a happy zombie and, Jesus and day. Happy, happy, yeah, and have an even more the, awesome weekend. Bunnies, fuck bunnies. Yeah, <laughs> ha- yeah ha- happy Easter. Um, have an even better weekend. See you in seven, give or take, uh, and have a good night from Toronto. Mm-hmm.